You, my friend, are listening to The Happy Hearthstone. This episode is brought to you, as always, by listeners just like you. Thank you so much, Clay C., Roger A., Samurai Flea, Scott L., Nate Dog, Ridiculous Hat, James W., Forrest B., and Electric Mick for investing in this show and in yourselves. You can join them and get some great perks for yourself over at patreon.com slash thehappyhearthstone. And be sure to join our Discord, where great conversations are happening all the time. Just go to thehappyhearthstone.com slash Discord and click on the link to join. Hello and welcome to episode 176 of the Happy Hearthstone, the longest running Hearthstone podcast in the history of space and time and cards. I'm your host, Andrew Brown. When we last left you, we decided that we were going to take a break from reviewing so many Uldum cards. We've got even more, but we thought we'd see the sights and sounds in Uldum and... Uh, I don't know, Steve, like going into that tomb and coming out, I feel different. I don't want to say bad, but it's definitely not better. Yeah, there were a lot of weird things going in and out of the walls, and um, I didn't really like it. And um, then I died for a little bit, and then I came and then I got better. So that was but weird. you came back. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's, I'm, as, I'm as fine now. It's, it's good. You know, there are no downsides to coming back to life after yeah. dying. So I feel fine. I feel happy. Well, you are on the right show then, because yeah. we are ready to be happy, and I don't think we need to, uh, I, you know, I was thinking about how we were going to start this show, talking about why we're happy, and Steve, like, I've never played or wanted to play Hearthstone so much in so long, because there's yeah. so much to do right now. <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean, even, like, the matchups that feel bad don't feel, like, that bad like there's some you know there's still control warrior there's still conjurers calling on giants but it's still like there's a lot of just different things to do and like i can't remember i I was actually going back and listening to some of the like the the meta discussions that ridiculous hat and i have had on off curve over the last couple sets and and like they sounded like we had plenty of decks to talk about but it wasn't it, it was a lot of was like refinements of existing decks and this is the first time i can remember that like a second set has given us like this many new decks that weren't completely degenerate right off the bat. Yeah. And that's got to come from trial and error on their part. They've learned from past sets and they're at a place now where they, I, I don't know how they knew so well that these cards, these quests would shake things up so much, yeah. but I, I have hope that it seems like things are going to get progressively more powerful as the year goes on, which seems like the, the obvious, but uh, you know, correct solution, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, this is the way that it's supposed to be, right? It's not supposed to be that we get 135 new to- new cards and 10 of them see play, right? Yeah. Like, that's usually how it goes. The- yeah, and, and like, because we've got, last time we got quests, it was in the first set, and then that was kind of just there. And, like, set- Gen and Baku were build-arounds in, se- in the first set of last year, and then that was just kind of there. And I think waiting until the second set to introduce things like Highlander decks and introduce things like, like the quests... I think was actually a really good call because it kind of mm-hmm. it 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 forces you to start building different decks. Whereas in the first set, you're going to do that. You have to. You just lost a whole bunch of cards. Yeah, you're going yeah. to need to figure <laughs> out something new to do. Whereas with the second set, like you, the natural inclination is like, okay, well, let me take this deck that works well and put two new cards in it and call it a day. 
And this set gave us a lot of different ways to build decks and, and incentives to do that that mm-hmm. makes it feel a lot more fresh than like a non-rotation set has in the past. Yeah. So I, th- I think there's only upside there. I mean, yeah. I don't want to jump too far ahead, but the truth is we have tons of cards. So I'm so excited that you're joining us. If you are joining us just for this first episode or for this second episode as your first, go back and listen to part one because uh, we talked about all of the League of Explorers classes in depth as well as several neutrals. I'm really excited for part two. Again, we are live on Twitch. So thank you so much to everybody who's joining us live right now or who's watching this later on youtube um and thank you of course to everyone the uh the core who are listening to this through podcast and if you're not joining us in the visual portion i just have to say that um my head cold really um i don't know i just i needed to call it a wrap i guess but um did you run into finley in that in that tomb is that what happened well, he was the one who actually made me feel better. It was weird. He, hmm. Like, his, his fin was just kind of, like, it had this aura on it, and he just kind of, you know, I, I don't know, he said, and, and all of a sudden, I felt better. So What, what, was, that? what was that that he said? You know what he said. You can no, go back and no, listen. I, I didn't catch that the You first can time. listen two times, so <laughs> go and do that. But honestly, we, we just have so many cards now to talk about, and uh, I'm, I'm more excited than ever because we've gotten to play with a lot of these. Uh, they're out there in the wild. So again, if you weren't able to listen to our first one, go back and listen to that. Uh, let's go ahead and hit some of the quick news that was released. There's actually a hot fix that we'll talk about later that happened in-game uh, because it has to do with one of the cards we're going to talk about. But the uh, the couple other things, we've got the um, the Master's Tour of Soul that is coming up August 15th through 18th. So these are really exciting to watch. I remember watching uh, Vegas uh, just intently. People have been qualifying for this event for a long time. Grandmasters are going to be there. Uh, so th- this is definitely a time to watch. And this is the first huge event that we have where people could be playing with a lot of new cards, taking some risks, and it should be interesting to see um, to see how that goes down. I guess I should ask you, Steve, as you make the dashboards for the um, you know the breakdowns of these qualifier events, how much how much shakeup have you seen so far in the qualifiers that uh, that hit for Bucharest? Um, not as much as you would think, but that's not. Are people really... playing it safe? Yeah, I mean, that's not really super a surprise either, because, I mean, if you sure. think about it, like, you're signing up to play Hearthstone for 13 hours, you're probably going to play a deck that you're comfortable with, and, like, yeah. it's hard to know, without seeing what other people are bringing, like, what, what decks are good right now, so a lot, I mean, I'm seeing a lot of just, like, you know, Cyclone, Cyclone Mage, Freeze Mage, the one big difference is that instead of Bomb Warrior, we're seeing a lot more of the Taunt Control Warrior with Armagadillo, okay. but... Mm-hmm. And, but you know, still a lot of shark rogues, still a lot of um, still a lot of control warrior. Um, are seeing I, we are seeing more diversity at the bottom end. That's kind of the big difference. Like hmm. it was really like the top four classes: mage, warrior, hunter, and rogue. And that still is the case. But like the bottom five classes aren't like completely gone compared hmm. to um, compared to where it was before. Like if I look at week five. Like there's a there, like you see some shaman and a little bit of druid it drops off dramatically, and mm-hmm. now like you see shamans shamans where you kind of can shamans almost neck and neck with rogue at this point, and then you have like a drop off for the bottom four classes, but it's not like non-existent. It's like half mm-hmm. as much as shaman, which is good. Um, will it still be that way in a week? Uh, it's hard to say, but it also we also may see. Like, after we get some people who are finishing with 
you know, with decks that have new cards in them, that tends to have a follow-on effect for future qualifiers, so. Yeah, and I'm sure there are some people, especially for this uh, tour event, who are going to take some risks. I mean, it seems like, uh, spoiler alert, but Reno Mage is pretty powerful since it's already building kind of on the core of Conjurer's Mage. Yeah. So, you know, if they if that deck can do well or if some other archetypes that are either similar or really off the beaten path and just end up, um, you know, snowballing, there, it's it's probably going to affect those events a lot, I would assume. Yeah, I, I think so. And and actually, I'm not. That's one thing that I thought I'd fixed when I ran this the last time, and apparently I didn't. That I'm not tracking the Highlander deck separately, so I'm going to do that when I oh, refresh okay. the uh, refresh the the dashboard the next time. Um, Always more to do. You should go check those yeah. out. Uh, links are at offcurve.com, right? For that. Yes. Yeah. Offcurve.com slash specialist dash meta. And and the day of if 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 this is going to be anything like Las Vegas. The day of soul. I have to figure out when it actually starts because that's mm-hmm. generally a really busy time for me scrambling to get <laughs> the, the dashboard up up and running as quickly as possible because we don't get the we don't get the brackets until the tournament actually starts. So I'm usually spending like round one like frantically rewriting code and trying to get the thing to go in. So yikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I'm well, on staycation this week, so that's a, that's a good thing. Oh, there you go. Okay, yeah. so you got you got some good time then. Yeah. Well, and and you'll definitely want to check out, like I said, the Masters Tour of, in Seoul. So it's going to be August 15th through 18th, um, 6 p.m. It says 6 p.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific each day. Are they covering this for, what is that, 18 hours or something? I would imagine because... Yeah, I guess that... I guess that makes sense, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's if it's any if if there's this much uh, control warrior in the meta. Oh gosh! Then yeah, yeah I can see it taking that long for sure. Going to be some Elysianas. Thankfully, we're not yeah. living in the Baleful Banker uh, Elysiana era, but it can still take a while. And you will be able to get some uh, some Twitch drops just from watching it on the official Play Hearthstone stream. Uh, you'll get uh, a Saviors of Old Doom pack for watching three hours and another one for watching an additional three hours. So watch for a total of six hours. You'll get those two packs, and then they'll be doing what they normally do uh, every hour. 1,500 random people get a classic card pack. So free packs will buy my viewership, honestly. Yeah. And and this this event in particular is a lot of fun to watch. Um, they've got the official uh, different languages also if you – uh, are hanging out with us and may speak a different language, which uh, I found out some of you are. I'll get to that later this episode. Um, they've got uh, other uh, other streams for native languages of Russian, Mandarin, Portuguese, and a bunch of others. So definitely go do that. That's this weekend. And then the other piece of news that we wanted to hit, it wasn't necessarily official uh, Blizzard news, but I'm sure many of you have heard by now that uh, Cora, who you may know for, who has... Uh, uh, casted many events, invitationals, uh, dream hacks, and, and stuff like that. She used to uh, host on Coin Concede podcast. She got a job at, at Blizzard as an associate game designer on the final design team for Hearthstone. And I, I, the girl knows the game insanely well. She's always finishing in Legend. She's always getting really high up there. So I can imagine that she is going to be an incredible addition to the team. Uh, and we wish her all the best. Um, we d- we didn't really want to camp out on this too long because most of you probably already know, but we definitely wanted to give our uh, our best uh, congratulations to Cora for this. Yeah, and I mean, I've done enough casting to know that in order to do the casting at the level that she does you, and, and do it as well as she does, you need to know the, de- the game really, really intimately. So, I, yeah. you know, I think we're all... We're, I mean, I'm happy for her. I'm also happy for us because getting someone who knows the game that mm-hmm. well on the final yep. design team can only be a good thing for us as well. Yeah. 
it's only going to make things better. So yeah. we're we're all thrilled for Cora. Congrats, Cora, if you do hear this, and uh, definitely send her some congrats on Twitter if you have not yet. Um, so with that, that's all of the things that could possibly delay us from jumping into the most important class that we could begin our conversation about tonight. Because, Steve, we've got to talk about the League of Evils classes. We've seen them before, but we have not seen cards like this before. Um, so I would be amiss if I didn't let you kick off the priestiest of priest cards. Oh my goodness! W- w- which are the priest cards? Oh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna be here for a while. We start we're starting with this. Good luck, everybody. Settle in. Yeah. This is yeah, like normally the, I need to save con- this for last. This is going to be the Doctor Boom Mad Genius of card reviews. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so priest activate the obelisk one mana quest quest restore fifteen health reward obelisk's eye and the obelisk's eye says um, restore three health if you targeted a minion give it plus three plus three. So I think when I've played that with this, it has been extremely powerful i think that Mm -hmm. a lot of the problem like i i think that this card will be uh, i've been seeing it falling out of some lists as the week has gone by i think that it will come back around because this is really like a control priest list like some people were trying it in like a zoo type priest and i i just don't think it works necessarily like Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily the kind of thing where you can put in a lot of low curve like they did in the reveal stream and get that to work consistently with everything else that's out there. And it might just be like, you know, we talked a little bit about how Warrior and Major are warping the meta. And and we talked a lot in some of the reviews last week about, well, is this going to beat two eight eights on turn four? And this doesn't, right? Like that that's kind of what the problem is right now. It's, it is, when it gets going, it's a lot like the Paladin quest where it snowballs and it becomes very difficult to deal with. But it also... It still, you know, gets countered by um, Omega Devastator rushing into it. It's still, you know, it's still not 14 damage a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So I think that this is very good, and I think this will be a part of a priest for a long time, but it's going to take it a little while for to figure out what the right combination of cards is and how to not die to aggro in the process. Yeah, I think what we've seen so far is that like the decks that run all of the minions that hurt themselves in the beginning give you a better chance of yeah. completing the quest early. But I think that it's un uh un unideal, unideal. It's not ideal to sub-optimal, be to be running those min- suboptimal, thank you, to be running <laughs> those minions in the first place. So it's the it's the thing that a lot of deck builders get in trouble with. It just trying to make something work and trying to figure out what's the right package in order for these things. Because like I look at it and with the I think it's the Tolvier Warden, the two mana two six that yeah. uh, hurts itself for three as a battle cry. Like if that's not getting us in the right direction, I don't know what cards are going to support this better. So I feel like this quest place is more in a long term game where you're actually resolving this quest. Uh, either mid, but probably more so late game. Yeah. And then if, if you've run your opponent out of options, you just start snowballing your minions because if they don't have removal for what you've got and you start buffing it by plus three, plus three every turn, it just can get out of hand really fast. So I, it seems like it's almost a control priest that really wants to run something like this. Yeah, and, and like that was the case when like day one, because of course this is the first thing I'm going to stream, right? And of course, <laughs> <laughs> and, and that was the case. Like there was a resurrect priest where you're you're just kind of you know, building these things up. The problem is it just, you know, loses to a brawl or it loses to a, a plague of wrath. So it's like, mm-hmm. you it's a matter of figuring out what the right minions are to be in that list to counter what's in the meta. And that's just going to take the meta actually shaping up. 
So yeah. I think that this will this will come around. Like I remember being really really big on Zarek's cloning gallery, and a lot of people were very confused and <laughs> and told me I was nuts. And it took about a month or a month and a half for somebody to figure mm-hmm. out cloning gallery priest. But after they did, that deck was real was pretty good. And once in the third set, it was not a meme anymore. So I yeah. think that this might be the same type of thing. I I still feel like it's a five. I I know that it's not seeing a lot of play right now, but I think it will be once we figure out the right way to use it. Yeah, my gut my gut says it's a four yeah. because it's not as um as widely available to be used, I guess. It isn't just a slot in in any priest deck, but in the deck that really wants it, I think it's going it's obviously going to be core and going to provide the win condition. So yeah. I can be talked into a five. I don't want to start this off on a down note by yeah. any stretch. Especially I mean, I've, I've got I've got so. other cards in this set that uh, in this preset that I think we can go up to five on and not have okay. an argument about. So well, we can go to four on this one because there are some other ones then. that I feel a lot more strongly about. Oh boy. Okay. Well, I can't wait to get to those ones. <laughs> um, next one here is High Priest Ahmet, a four mana two seven legendary priest minion. Whenever you summon a minion, set its health equal to this minion's. And I think that when we saw this, it was one of those, like, I, I mean, everybody wet their pants. Is This <laughs> effect is insane. And especially in a deck, in a class that has a combo, um, a, a combo archetype that's just, like, critical to its identity with Combo Priest, um, with Divine Spirit, with Inner Fire, this just, like, takes that to another level. Now, the fact that it's a legendary means it cannot be the way that you win, but having a... And actually, I guess we see this with a few legendary minions we'll talk about today, is, like, this gives you one more way to activate that and uh, can can be really deadly. Yeah, and and you can buff this with the, with the quest. So, I mean, you can get yes. it up to 10. You can yes. use things like Powered Shield. You can use things like Divine Spirit... Um, it is a little bit slow because it's going to have a target on its back, even if you can buff its health. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you get it to stick, even if you get it to stick, your opponent can bump into it and make it actually turn into a liability for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I- I've seen this not really being run as much as I expected it to be. And I think that it's just that it's there. You, you have so much you need to run in that deck in order to to be able to get the quest done or or even having double copies of divine spirit inner fire that it's it's just hard to find the room for it so i think i'm probably backing down i i well, feel it, like it, I, I i feel like i can't go higher than a four on this card honestly that's fine yeah, I, yeah you mentioned the upside of if you buff it then it's higher the the downside is if your opponent deals damage to it it's yeah. going to set everyone's health to whatever it's at so it's actually almost to your advantage if you're the opponent against this to like to knock it down to one. Yeah. If or, if if somehow they couldn't heal it or something, and then and then have that downside. Yeah. So yeah, I think a four is about right. I, this this will be a lightning rod, and it will win you games sometimes. Um, but it doesn't do anything like either permanent to the battlefield or um, I guess more. It just draws attention to itself. It doesn't yeah. actually make everything incredible. I would say honestly, one of the strongest. Uh, moves you can make with this is on turn five playing this in a Northshire cleric because then at least you've got guaranteed health on another yeah. minion and then that can really be dastardly but yeah or or so anything that summons minions like reborn minions will come back with mm-hmm. with that amount of health you'll have um and you know anything like Sandredge that summons the one one taunts that'll get a whole bunch of taunts in the way like there are things yeah. you can do and and i think the problem is just 
that the things that you can do with it are nice, but they're not as powerful as what some of the other classes are doing right now. Mm. So, but again, if there are some changes, then I, I, that's the other thing is that I think that I'm going to be very surprised if we're not seeing nerfs in like a month. Right. To, I would I would say even less than that. Honestly. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> like, I, I would think that like after soul, there are probably going to be some cards touched. Yeah. So yeah. I think that once those cards get touched, I think we're going to come back to this and it might be a little bit easier to, to work some of those things out right now. You just don't have time. Mm-hmm. And, sure. and it's it's just a little bit clunky. But I think it will get there as we get kind of the, the meta refined. So I think it's probably a four. It's got a lot of potential. I think that in a deck that wants it, it will get there. But it's not there right now. Four in Arena, too? Um, I think it's probably three in Arena. Just because you don't really have the ways to capitalize on it. Like, you'll, you'll be able to make big butts. But... You know, I mean, the upside of big butts, though, is that you've got multiple trades, potentially, as long as you've got the right minions. Your your opponent also has more opportunities to turn this into a liability for you. That's true. Yeah. Okay, I can go to three on that. I mean, it's but it's still going to be better than a lot of minions that you're going to get offered with legendary, with orange gems in the middle, so. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so, Plague of Death is a nine-mana spell. Silence and destroy all minions. This this is amazing. Like, in a deck that where you get the time to play this, this card is fan freaking tastic mm-hmm. with all of the things like mech hunter which is building all the death rattles that drop the one ones that they keep putting stuff on there's the the quest palette that keeps summoning the reborn and the eggs and mm-hmm. and being able to just get rid of that whole board with one card um mm-hmm. you, you know and anything like the thing that priest has never really had is like i mean you've had psychic scream and that was kind of it, it did a lot but it also was kind of delaying the inevitable it was making them sure, come back sure. and it also uh-huh. worked against you in a control priest because you often were going for fatigue and that worked counter to what your strategy is this does not do that and it also addresses a board it, it, it's it's a safety valve like no matter what your opponent mm-hmm. has on the board it is going right. away and it's not coming back this is the ultimate delete button yeah and you, you mentioned that um that reborn paladin quest deck i've been playing that quite a bit and I, I went up against a priest. They had this. They had mass dispel. And if they had drawn one more of either, I would have lost so hard. I, I got very lucky, honestly. And so the fact that these exist, I think, is so healthy for the game. Yeah. Because it, the the Reborn Paladin, I know I said, I said it was like OP on Twitter. That was more for the, for the giggles than anything. It's a strong deck, for sure. Um, but something like this keeps it in check. So if we have decks like that that are highly value-based, can get a ton of you know stuff on the board and just flood it, uh, this deletes it all. Um, it was interesting to me because that deck runs to Undertaker. I think I was able to get the Death Rattle effects with that still, yes, even though my minions had yeah. been uh, silenced. So yeah, you do as I, long so, as they as long as they were printed on the card. Because, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That, so that was always the to, case, even with um, even going back to like the old. Um, the the old druid that ran Undertaker and the Astral Tiger. Oh, right, right, right. So you need to know how those effects are going to play out. But um, yeah, I think that this is just insane. I mean, it's an easy five in my book. Yeah. And, and something, honestly, in Arena that you always want, too, just to reset yeah. and get back in there. I mean, Nine Man is a lot in Arena. But I mean, it, it, is, is, it yeah. is an ultimate reset button. So it, it's something you probably will draft one of. I don't know that I'd go all the way up to a five on it because mm-hmm. it is very late. But I think it would be an easy four for sure. Um, yeah, I can see it on a four. Yep. Next one here is Psychopomp. 
So Psychopomp is a 4-mana 3-1 epic minion. Battlecry, summon a random friendly minion that died this game. Give it Reborn. I remember seeing this and thinking, I just don't know how this, or like what deck really wants this. And the answer is pretty much every deck. <laughs> like if you're playing minions that you want, then this just gives the, gets them back and makes them sticky on top of it. So whereas like, um, you know, we'll talk about the spell that just gives a minion reborn. This, this brings it back. It resummons it, so it's it's kind of a uh, eternal servitude along with reborn on there. So I, the value off this is insane. It keeps itself in line because it's it, it, the second copy of this might summon this. So right. I, I feel like it's balanced, and yet it's about as strong as it can be. I think. Yeah, like we had this back in Karazam when we got Onyx Bishop, which was like a five man oh, right. three four that that summoned a random minion, and it was. It was the same sort of thing where if you happen to get, like, an injured Blade Master in your pool, it was great. If you got happen to get a Doomsayer in your pool, it was not so great. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it's going to be random what it brings back. And then it also will bring back itself if you're not careful. However, it's less likely to do that because you now will have three copies of the other minion that you summoned in your pool. So there's versus one of the cycle pump, but it will bring that back and will also put a three one in the pool for any mass resurrects that come later or any Katrina Muerte shenanigans that you're going to do. So I think that where we're starting to figure out is that maybe this doesn't go in a resurrect priest necessarily, but it goes in more of like a tempo based deck where you don't, you're not going to be playing mass res in Katrina, but you're just playing a lot of like decent sized minions that you just want to keep bringing back and, and, and play more of a minion density as opposed to just like a bunch of big wall type minions that you want to get back over and over again and maybe that's where this fits don't forget about combo also because like you bring back anything which you probably wanted Uh, you could play this with ahmed and give it seven health i mean you don't want to bring back the second psychopomp but i think it's still worth running to yeah uh just for that first that first run of it yeah so i i mean i think this is definitely a four i think we're still figuring out how to use it it's a it's an interesting effect that we haven't really had before, like for a long time. And and even like Resurrect Priest back in Karazhan, it was kind of an RNG fiesta to some extent. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you would just w- you just play an Onyx Bishop and win on the spot. And sometimes you would play it and you'd get back a Doomsayer and you'd lose. Um, I, so I think this is kind of the, the same sort of thing. But I think once we figure out what kinds of cards support it better, then it will get better as we as we go along. And again, this is giving a minion reborn especially when you have the kinds of valuable minions that priest has that you want to buff and and keep around Mm -hmm. it's it's can get really annoying really quick so yeah i think it's a four and it's probably a three in arena just because your your general minion quality is going to be lower but it's still bringing back a minion twice right exactly just getting something i mean the value of a three one minion is pretty low because in arena there's a good chance your opponent's hero power can take care of it but as long as you get back something that's halfway decent and it has a reborn seems pretty good yeah so th- so three i think is fine yeah on that one yep is this is it oh this, this is one's me now. you okay yep. uh so grand mummy is a two mana one two reborn death rattle give a random friendly minion plus one plus one sure uh <laughs> it, it, we've we've tried tempo priest it's never really worked um i don't think this is going to be the, like it is two plus two plus two eventually but it's just, it's so slow. And unless you have like other things that are going around, like summoning minions or whatever, like it just, 
it doesn't really make that much of a difference. And if your opponent can isolate it, then it doesn't do anything because you don't generally want those buffs to be going off like when your opponent gets to choose them. It's a difference between right. like Fungal Mancer and that Warlock minion that gives plus two, plus two as a death rattle to adjacent minions. Mm -hmm. Like that one well, never sees play. I can't, the fact that I can remember the name of Fungal Mancer and I can't remember the name <laughs> of that card pretty much tells you <laughs> the difference in power between those two cards. You're so. talking about the two mana two, two that gives plus one, plus one. No, it's like four, it's like a four mana two, two. I think oh. from, from, from Rise of Shadows. Oh, oh, that one. Yeah, um, underling. Yeah, something uh, like something that. Something underling. Yeah, yeah. But but the, the two mana two two that gives one plus one plus one to a minion at the end of your turn. Um, that one was. Do you remember? Uh, plus two plus two at the end of your turn. No, plus one plus one. Sorry. Oh. It's a two mana two two minion. Oh oh, uh, shadow ascendant. The, uh, thank you. That's yeah. exactly it. I. That's all I can think about with this card. If shadow ascendant didn't work. I don't think this has a chance, unfortunately. Yeah, so, I mean, Shadow Ascendant. I think, I think was, it's a two. Well, we had Spiteful Priest for like five minutes until they ner until they nerfed it, right? So right. Uh -huh. Yeah, I think it's probably a two. I, I I think I was probably being a little bit harsh on it, giving it a one, but um, but yeah, I think it's I, I think it has uses, but it just seems really awkward. And there are probably better things you want to be like you want to be playing clerics, you want to be playing wild pyromancers, you want to be playing uh, you know, like pretty much anything other than a one two, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. In it, Arena, it's okay. Yeah. It, it could get you a little bit more value. It's still a 2-mana 1-2 is pretty bad. It's probably still a 2 there. Yeah. yeah. You don't really want it. Cool. All right, next one here is Wretched Reclaimer. 3-mana three 3-3 three, three, rare minion. Battle cry, destroy a friendly minion, then return it to life with full health. Uh, I haven't seen this card at all, and it really surprises yeah. me because b before the announcement, uh, somebody pinged Peter Whalen about this and asked, what happens if this hits Reborn? So obviously you, you hit this on a minion, and essentially, like, if it's just a vanilla minion, you're healing it to full health. And, and for a three-mana 3-3, three, three, that's not terrible, you mm -hmm. know? You could, you could get a lot worse than that. If the minion has a death rattle, you're triggering their death rattle and, uh, and getting them back to full health. That can be really good, potentially. So what Peter Whalen verified is that if you hit a reborn minion before it's died, you're going to summon the reborn version and you will bring back the original. Right. If you hit the token that's been revived, you will revive the, the original reborn minion. So, like, that's the part that's kind of insane to me. Because you're, kill yeah, you're killing it and then you're, you're bringing it back. As though it was first played, right? And to when its it first form, played, it yeah. comes back with the reborn tag on it. Yeah, yeah. So it makes sense. The, like the value there is just crazy. Like you start from the 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 minimum uh, that it can be, and it's and it seems okay, but go to those huge heights, and I I think that there's a lot of potential with this card, and it's just yeah. not there yet. Yeah, and again, it's the kind of thing where it's going to take longer to figure out what the hell to do with priest, right? Because we have nothing sure. to start with. Like, sure. in every other class, even, like, Shaman, you know, like, Shaman had a bunch of different archetypes to go off of. Zoo was, like, a deck, even though it wasn't as, it, it wasn't a meta deck towards the end of the meta. It was still a deck, right? We mm -hmm. had no priest at all. Mm -hmm. So, trying to figure out, like, where, like, we're having to build these decks, like, from nothing. And so, we don't have a deck in this meta, in this rotation, that would use something like Retro Reclaimer. I think that the answer is probably something like Eggs... And um and reborn minions, but it's a matter of like figuring out. Maybe there's like a breakfast priest that we need to put together. I don't know, but you know, it feels like that's the kind of thing that you need to do in order to 
to get this to work because it feels like it would be really strong. You're also putting two, another copy of that minion in a res pool for something like a Cycle Pump or a Katrina or a Mass Res. Mm -hmm. So, right. like, I think that there's probably something here. It's just, like, somebody needs to spend the time figuring it out. It's going to take longer. It's not going to happen day one of the expansion. Yeah. And so I'm I'm oscillating between a four and a five because I feel like yeah. I feel like it's good enough. It's just not going to it's not going to be storming the gates, right? Yeah. <laughs> right I, again, I, I I have cards that I feel more strongly about than this, so I think I can go down to a four. I I, I thought it was you, going to be stronger than it was, but I was also like hope was springing eternal with priests when I was doing the original the original um ratings. But there are some that I think are still up. Uh, I I think there are some that we're gonna that we're gonna talk about that are fives that this is not there. This is the most self-disciplined Steve I've ever seen when it comes to priest cards. In a set. If we had like, done I... this, if we had done this uh, a week ago, this would be a very different conversation. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, I I think in um, it's probably a four in arena. I think too. so too. I think, I think there are a lot of chances you're going to take this just for the fact that it heals whatever you have. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all about getting value out of trades, and this will help you do that. And it's a finely standard minion. So yeah, I yeah, mean, you I do you do have that. you do have other minions that let you do that that are kind of cheaper than that, like the the mm -hmm. the one that heals adjacent minions to full. And I don't know if Hosen Healer is in this particular arena format, but that's a card that that has been in and out depending on which sets are sure. available. Sure. Um, but even then, like that is valuable. Like being able to value trade and then re restore it to full health is is not nothing. So I would say, yeah, yeah I think it's probably a four in arena. Sounds good. Okay, is this me or is this this one? Is you? Yep. Okay, so Holy Ripple is a two mana spell. Deal one damage to all minions. Restore one health to all friendly characters. So this is um, Spirit Lash, but not because the difference between the way this is written and the way that Spirit Lash is written is that Lifesteal will double the damage and then double the healing. Whereas this will, if you have like a Velen on board, this will always restore two health to each friendly character. Mm -hmm. It will not like right. do the amount of damage that the whole thing did and then double and then double it. Because that was kind of insane. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's it's always going to heal you for one and all mm -hmm. of your minions for one. Um, that said. Priest needs something like this. It, right now, it it depends on what the meta is looking like. Like, a lot of the aggro decks are, revolve around Murlocs that typically have more than one health. So you're you're having to play a lot of spell damage with this. But if you're seeing something like more of a token druid or, you know, like, even a, um, even like a mech hunter, they're dropping all the one ones. Like, this could be valuable. It's just... So I think this is going to go in and out of the meta. It's a tool that that Priest needs. Um, yeah. Is it... Is it Seeing play right now? No, but that's because the meta doesn't support it. But it's it's an early AOE that Priest has not had access to since Spirit Lash left. So for that reason, mm. it's a good card. And in the early game, playing this with Blood Mage Thalnos, like yeah. you would have had to kill it with Spirit Lash, and now it's going to stick on board. Um, Will it? And I think. Oh, it's all, it's all enemies. That's the other bit. That's the yeah, other difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's only enemies. You're yeah, yeah. So, so I, yeah. I think I think there's a significant upside to that also yeah. that. That that was just a pretty common play with priest before, so yeah, I think I think it's really good. I mean, it's it's got to be encouraging to priest players more than anything that yeah. they got two really solid AOE cards this set. Yeah, uh, one for the early game and one for the late game potentially. This one can be good to you later in the game with Velen or some other spell damage stuff. So I I think it's probably a four. In yeah, my book. I think so. It'll be meta dependent, but it'll be a tool that'll get used. In arena, probably the same. Yeah, yeah. I one, mean, you one have damage you, just isn't that much. You'll take it still. Though. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just need to clean up a board after some value trades. 
and and mm -hmm. you get to heal up all of your minions and i mean you still can get something not in arena as much but you still can get some shenanigans with uh with with like northshire cleric and stuff like that it sure. still does work that way too cool next one here is embalming ritual one mana priest spell give a minion reborn uh, you were quick to remind me when I saw this that we've had Desperate Stand before, which was basically the same thing, uh, which was a paladin spell that gave a minion uh, death rattle, resummon this minion with one health, yeah. which is exactly the same. And it did nothing. One mana is always something to look at, especially with stuff like Nomi Priest that's been around. Having another one mana spell is interesting, although there's... I, well, I guess your gadgets in auctioneer, you're actually not too upset to yeah. to get reborn on. Depends um, on so how it depends on how many cards are left in your deck. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so there, there's some potential with this. Uh, it certainly well, it has more potential than we've seen before. I just don't know that. Uh, like you, you have to be doing something really powerful with this effect in your deck strategy in order to to guarantee it, I think, yeah, or in order yeah. to justify it being in the deck list. Yeah, you have to super care about giving a minion reborn, or you have to be playing, like, every card with a, with a small number on the on the upper left corner, mm -hmm. one or the other. And, and those are both potentially valid, but I don't think that they're going to be that common, and I think there are probably a lot of spells that you're going to get to before Embalming Ritual in that list of just, I need a bunch of stuff that I needed to play on minions. I mean, uh, you know, is there something with, like, a Zeric Master Cloner? Maybe, like, maybe Infinite there's some priest. sort of, like, a recurring villain, <laughs> villain Zeric Master Cloner deck. We haven't seen it yet, yeah. but maybe that's maybe that's part of the puzzle. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's got some potential, but I think it's probably the three at the yeah. highest. Yeah, I think so. And it's probably a two in Arena, because, like, the minions, you're going to have to find a minion that's worth doing that, that's worth spending, mm -hmm. a, drafting a spell like this that yeah. is completely useless if you don't have a board. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, Penance is a two-mana spell. Lifesteal, deal three damage to a minion. So this, this is a five. Like, you know, spoiler. But mm -hmm. <laughs> this, this is, like, having this card, this card feels amazing when you are using it. I mean, it's, the only thing that's a little bit awkward with it right now is that you generally want to use it on curve and you've just played the quest and it doesn't heal you, so you kind of have to wait a turn and let your opponent hit you in the face once to get that mm -hmm. healing. But... Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's not always going to be the case, but just being able to Frostbolt a minion and heal at the same time is something that he, that Priest has always had to choose one or the other with the exception of, like, right. Holy Fire, which is yeah. a six-mana spell. So being able to have a cheap spell that, that does three damage, which is a very common breakpoint for early minions, be, being able to just kill a um, an Underbelly Angler or a, a, a Murloc Warleader or mm -hmm. something like that, and not have to worry about what the attack is, mm -hmm. is, like, the the thing with, like, Shadow Word Death and Shadow Word Pain is that they vary very much throughout the game. They're either amazing or they're useless, and this is generally good across the board because you can combine it with trading in order to just do the rest of that damage to get something off the board. Yeah. It's, like, two mana deal three damage has always been good. I can't think of anything that does that that hasn't seen some amount of play yeah and especially for priest decks that want to go long game having something to do in the early game that takes care of most of those kinds of minions is a really big deal um not not to mention that lifesteal that's yeah. just you can't understate how important the lifesteal uh part of that is i guess we were thinking about that with spirit lash how um you know how with spell damage it would help even more so but you're not getting that with holy ripple they more than made up for it with penance so 
Uh, so yeah, I, yeah. I agree completely that it's a five there. It's a five in arena yeah, too yeah, because 100%. you need to be able to deal and trade, and this yeah. does this does everything you want it to. And and worth mentioning, Velen doesn't see a lot of play right now, but with Velen, this is nine mana, deal six, heal twelve. Yeah, I mean it's oh. we're not playing Velen right now, so it doesn't matter. But yeah. when when we get to playing Velen again, that is relevant. Velen finds a way. Yeah, he always <laughs> finds a way. And the last one we've got here is Sandhoof Water Bear, 5 mana, 5-5. Five, five. At the end of your turn, restore 5 health to a damaged-friendly character. We've got Mini Light Rag, and he's in the correct class, and I know that you're a happy boy, Steve. Yeah. Like I, This seems like the card. Why do you not play this yeah. in any priest deck that you're playing? Yeah, like, this is a staple. Like this is, this is the kind of thing that priests needed to get started, right? Like, mm-hmm. this is the kind of, like high value card that it doesn't have in the base kit because a five drop that's fairly statted that heals you or your minions that your opponent kind of needs to deal with is, Mm -hmm. is really, really powerful. So, and, and you can, you know, you can resurrect this or you can, you know, bring it back with a psycho pump or you can, you know, there's a lot of things you can do in there and there's a lot of skill involved in making sure you're manipulating what you're, what's damaged and what's healed to make sure that the heals go to the right place. But like, Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't see, like, Rag Lightlord fell off just because it was an 8-drop, and there were better ways to heal in Paladin. But, like, being able to, again, this is a theme with this set, being able to develop or remove at the same time that you're healing your face because you're going to be taking damage as the priest is a big, big deal. Mm -hmm. And I'm really, really, I've never been upset when I've been playing this card. I I just wish it would have taunt. That was like the only thing that's on my wish list. But other <laughs> than that, it does though. It I does mean, soft said, like, yeah. Your opponent has to deal with this. Um, I came up against. I I played against Priest more than I have played it so far this expansion. And there was a time actually I was doing really well. I I was playing some maybe it was a, a Lackey Zoo Warlock or something like that. And I was way ahead. And on turn five, all they could do was play this. But I had to get off my regularly scheduled yeah. program of going face to just delete this and then keep going. So uh, this heals this healed them for five, and then it sort of proactively healed them for five because I couldn't deal that five face damage. So um, I, there's a lot of fives being thrown around here. I think I know where we're going yeah. in in all accounts for this card. There's a lot of fives, and there's two more. So, yeah. Yes, I think exactly. in Arena, too. I think in Arena, yeah. oh, this yeah. is great. You know, I mean, you're you're healing your minions, you're healing your face, you're playing a five five for five. Like, there's no downside. If I'm thinking you just play this in every priest deck, then in arena, that's the definition that you want yeah. this card. It's know? a standalone so, good card. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we got through priests. We did. We're not even an hour in. I, I don't know. Maybe I, you know. We're, maybe we need to do them a second hour, time. Steve. <laughs> Here's hoping that we see some stuff in the last set of the year to really bring it full circle. Yeah. Because you're right, you're right. Priest really wasn't standing on much solid ground before this. But at least with the with those last two cards we mentioned, there's quite a bit there and there could be even more coming. So Yeah, and again, I think with nerfs, we might get there. Like the yeah. I my I'm still of the opinion, and I guess we'll talk about Zephyrs in a bit, but I'm still of the opinion that the Highlander decks that we're seeing play are not necessarily because the cards that are enabling that are really powerful as much as it is that those classes that are able to play Highlander decks have just gotten so many good cards over the last couple sets to try to bring them up when they were down below mm-hmm. that now yeah. they can get away with playing 30 unique cards and still not have a power drop. So I think if they address some of that, then 
you know, then, then Priest might have a chance to kind of compete on equal footing. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, well, let's head over to Rogue. We've got the Rogue quest, which is one mana, obviously. Bizarre Burglary is what it's called. And the quest is add four cards from other classes to your hand. The reward is Ancient Blades, which is a two-mana hero power that equips you with a 3-2 weapon. And when you attack, you have Immune. So it's the same effect that we've seen with Gladiator Longbow for Hunter. Uh, I've got to brag a little bit that... Everyone was, I felt like there was a lot of naysayers before this set was released. And I looked at this and I said, man, just a two, a, a two mana button that you get for the rest of the game that gives you four, fiery war axe and takes away some of the downside of the health problem that Rogue has always had seems pretty strong. Uh, now I'm, I'm not at a place saying that this card is going to like, redefine rogue necessarily but pretty much everything that i've seen thus far that's been really good with rogue has had this card attached to it really every time i play against this deck i feel like it's a free win really (laughs) yeah okay so tell me your perspective then (laughs) yeah i mean i haven't played again i haven't played with this card but i played against it a whole bunch and it just seems like the quest like doesn't do that much like, yeah, you're getting to run your face into minions and, and take them out. Like, it's making it a little mm-hmm. bit easier to remove remove opposing minions. But it's like, yeah, okay. But Rogue does that anyway. And it it seems like you're... I mean, you're, you put this in because you're playing all of those cards. But you're also losing the right, spot in the right. mulligan. And it's making you... It's it's making you less consistent in that regard. And, like, compared to the other quests, like... The other quests, like, when I see, like, the Shaman quest go off... Or the mm-hmm. Druid quest, like I know I'm in for a rough time, right? But like, right. or or even the Paladin quest. This one, it's like, okay, well, you, you get a slightly better weapon. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's it's yeah, you can use your face to remove minions, but like that's you generally like don't want to be doing that. You want to be hitting your opponent in the face, and like three damage is not that much compared to everything else that that everyone else is doing in the format. And and it actually sometimes does take a particularly long time to get this done. Like it, mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be a lot quicker than it was and i mean you know we've seen the number four on quest cards for rogue before and this is kind of going in the other direction where it seems like it's a lot (laughs) longer than than Uh you would expect because sometimes you just don't find those cards and you know it like i i was actually i'll brag a little bit i played against kibler on stream last night oh that's right yeah yeah. yeah. and he was playing this deck and i was playing battle cry shaman and it wasn't really very close um, and sure. he, you know, he got a bunch of, and cause you're going to be, you're also kind of just giving into RNG by putting that many, um, burgle cards in your deck because you need to put a mm-hmm. lot more than four into your deck to guarantee you're yeah. going to get this in a reasonable amount of time, which means you're basically just going for, you know, you're going to take what the game gives you. And sometimes the game just doesn't give you good stuff. Yeah. I came up against one that the game gave it Tyrion Fortering. So that happens too. Yeah. That was off like the, uh, the rush minion. The bizarre mugger, but I like I, I see where you're coming from with that. I mean, Burgle Rogue in the past has been good, at least not not fantastic, but good enough. Just because you're getting value off of what you play and getting enough cards, you know. You mentioned that you're losing an opening card, but like with Evil Miscreant and with all those Burgle cards, you don't. I, I don't feel like with Rogue you ever have a problem of. Uh, of resource management you just need to use it and hope that you get one or two high rolls at least because those really can change it so um i'm 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 okay with going on a three on this yeah i mean i'm not yeah i'm not gonna go lower than that because it is seeing play it's just my other problem with this card is that mm -hmm. spectral cutlass exists 
right? And it actually does this better because you can give, you can, you, you have lifesteal and you can buff it. And then right. you can actually like still run your face into things, remove bigger minions with it, and then mm-hmm. and then heal to the point where if your opponent doesn't have any weapon removal, you just have uh, inevitability. This doesn't give sure. you inevitability. The, but well, the, this actually gives you inevitability that you will get it though. The biggest problem with yeah. Spectral Cutlass is that you have no way to get it other than raiding party, which means that then you have to put more pirates in your deck, which means then that you're doing a pirate burgle deck, which I like well, it could work maybe. You're already running Prince but, Clan Burglar, so you just need a couple more, right? Like Sure. And it seems like SI or not SI, um the uh four mana three three that gets discounted from weapon. Oh, uh, Dread, Dread Corsair. Corsair. Dread Corsair. Yeah. Um, so, like, there's definitely a place for that. I I just think that you like, or, excuse me, from my perspective, I like the guarantee that I'm going yeah. to get this quest first thing, and I'm going to have it indefinitely just by continuing to invest two mana and deal in six damage. So, um, so yeah, I, I think a three is probably a good in-between yeah. for us. I If I were personally reviewing it, I think I'd want to give it a four, but um, but we'll see. Yeah. I, and and who knows how some other of these, if, the, if they continue to innovate what it means to get cards from other classes into your hand, um, there could be some other things that actually make it more... Um, uh, I more likely for you to get exactly what you need or something yeah, like that. Maybe. So maybe, maybe there's a place where I, I mean, I have time. seen a Reno quest rogue that I runs saw that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you get offered other cards from other classes and mm-hmm. that's, you know, another, another burgle effect. So yeah, I've, I've seen that happen. I don't, ever want to play that deck but it is a thing that exists (laughs) it is loaded in my collection so i really do need to spend more time with this card um so uh so yeah let's keep going yeah so anka the buried is a five mana five five legendary minion battle cry change each death rattle minion in your hand to a one one that costs one so this is a really interesting effect i'm not really sure where it fits right now i mean mechathune is kind of the obvious place where your your mind's gonna go because you you draw Mechathune, you play this, you Myra's, and then you you know play this and play the the Mechathune and backstab it or or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that have to happen that I just got out of that description in order for Mechathune Rogue to work. <laughs> um, sure. it, and and not dying is the first one, but uh-huh. I mean it could it could be used for that. I mean there's also you know anytime you have Death Rattle minions that are hard to kill off, this is. Um, going to make those a little bit easier. I mean, in wild, there's a lot, you know, in terms of, you know, you can play, you can play Jade, you can play Anubarak, you can play um, Zaryl, and and just being able to make them all one ones, and and be able to play them for one gets around a lot of kind of the awkwardness with some of those heavily statted minions. But we just haven't really seen enough death rattles in standard to make this do anything yet. But it it could. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got a long time before this rotates out. Yeah, and you know, I, I did see some people um, theory crafting around something like I, I don't know, just like a high value rogue essentially. Yeah. Like it was, it was running mechanical whelps. It mm-hmm. was running um, even the eight mana eight eight. Oh, the despic- despicable so... doctor. Yeah, uh, yes, the one that heals you free. Yeah, that's... or 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 Octasari because Octasari is also of course. Yeah. Man, I'm I I'm honestly not sure where I'm going to lay with that card when we talk about it. But regardless, <laughs> of, I so I, there's some potential here. It just it asks Rogue to do something very different from what Rogue has ever done, and uh, one legendary card on its own can't do that effectively. So, 
Um, so it, it's really a tough in between for me. Like as far as like right now, I don't feel like this is the card you want, and it has potential, but it's it's very much like a who knows kind of thing at this point. So yeah. I kind of want to go a three on it right now. Yeah, I, I feel like it'll find a place, but it doesn't. It maybe it just doesn't have the cards right now. But I can see it having having some utility. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I go for I can't three. Believe and, a, and in, in Arena, it's probably the same thing, because it's just like a 5-5 five, five for 5 at worst. Yeah, yeah. If you have, well, I don't know. You gotta have some, yeah, I guess. Worst comes to worst, you just drop it as a so, minion, it's fine. Sure. It's gonna be better yeah. than, it's gonna be better than a lot of things you're gonna be offered, right? So that, that's kind of where I, I am with it. I was thinking you might actually have some death rattles that you don't want discounted, um, or like, mm. because you, you, or you, you don't want, want shrunk, yeah. Yeah, you want the health there in, in order to combat the board or something. So this might actually be a liability. Yeah, some, I mean, I guess, you're, I guess you're going to draw something like a Cartoot Defender a uh-huh. fair amount in, in Arena, and you really would rather that not be a 1-1. One, one. Right. That's the 3-6 the that heals you for 3 when it dies. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that I don't think you'd want that to be a 1-1. One, one. So, But, I, I mean, you could just wait, right? Yeah. So Just wait. Yeah, <laughs> just wait. Um, I think a 3 is fine. So we've got World Kickmaster next. Two mana, one, two, epic minion. Whenever you play a combo card, add a random combo card to your hand. I don't like this, but I think that this is about as good as this card could be, like, and not be too good. Like, the fact that it's it's potentially got some miracle effects, okay, that's fine. There are some really good combo cards, so I feel like... I feel like you're not totally upset about that. A two mana one two is not uh, is, is not a great stat line, but the fact that it's two mana means that there's a really good chance that you can play cards. Oh, and by the way, if you're playing those combo cards, you're getting bonus effects off them. So that's a really long way of me processing to say I, I feel like it's better than garbage. But my <laughs> my hot take is that it's garbage. So that's yeah. where I'm at. <laughs> I mean, I think the the problem ultimately is that a lot of the and and this was something that our friends at Quankency pointed out is that. A lot of the combo cards are on the expensive side. Like there's in standard, there's not there are no combo cards that cost less than two. And uh oh, like wow. yeah, there's there's cold blood and that's just cold blood and eviscerate and, and defias oh, ringleader. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like most of them, like if I'm looking actually I should sort this by cost. That would be a smart thing to do. Rather than just like be looking <laughs> at this random grid that I'm looking at. Sure. Um but like so you have cold blood and eviscerate at, at two, and then you have like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven that cost three, and then you have four that cost four or more. So, like, the expected value is going to be pretty low of you being mm-hmm. able to get, like, more than, like, two cards off in a chain, which sure. is very different than, say, Lyra the Sun Shard, where there's a lot of, like, one and zero cost spells for priests. Oh, sure. And yeah, then you yeah, can yeah. you can do a real a really long chain with that. You're not really going to be able to do this kind of a chain with it. And and it may be things like you're going to get a, a weapon that's going to overwrite your other weapon, and it's not actually going to do anything. So, yeah, I, I was a lot bigger on this because I don't understand Rogue as a class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think it's probably, it's it's a two at best. It's probably, it might even be a one. I, I think I at would put it right at a now. one for now. Yeah. yeah. The the one thing that got me thinking when you said Lyra Sunshard, I was like, yeah, that was really good with Radiant Elemental. So if yeah. we see some other, some card that discounts combo cards, that could make oh, it interesting. God. But ag- yeah. but again, I like we're talking about some really expensive cards to to, to start out with, and 
This is a two-mana one-two. Yeah. Your opponent's going to be able to deal with it. So I, I think a one is fair. In Arena, I think it's a one also. Yeah. You just don't You would have it. to have a combo card along with this to get any value out of it, and that's not likely. Yeah. Um, Shadow of Death is a four-mana spell. Choose a minion, shuffle three shadows into your deck that summon a copy when drawn. So this, this is a very awkward card that could have some potential. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rogue can, cl- can draw through its deck. We know this. It has Myra's. Uh, they have one single card that enables them to do it. Yeah, so they can do that with one card. They can, and you know, I mean, that would this would involve them being able to have a minion stick, play this, and Myra's on the same turn, or start taking fatigue damage, and then be able to play a minion alongside this. Now, if that minion is Leroy, that's a big deal. But that also, like, it feels kind of win more because you could just shadow step the Leroy and play a waggle pick and get the Leroy back. So it's like, what are you doing that you can't already do with shadow step that you would use this for? Like you would need to be summoning a minion that doesn't have a battle cry multiple times. And like, other than something like a Leroy, I'm not sure what the use case for that is really. You want to know the use case? Okay. Because I played against this card. Uh Oh, my opponent played Myra's unstable element on turn four. Okay. After prepping it out. The next turn, I, and I am just baffled that they chose that, but I'm also a little scared because it's like, you did that intentionally. Next turn, they play a Mogu Cultist. Oh, okay, yeah. And All then right. Shadow of Death it. Now, I was able to kill them in two turns, so they did not get to do what they wanted to do. And I don't think you ever Myra's on turn, yeah. on turn four or whatever it was. And, but, and even then, it's only going to summon three of them, right? Like, how are you getting exactly, the other four? Yeah. Like, even yeah, if you, you, like, like let's say that you set this up on, like, how much does Mogul Cultist cost? It costs one, right? One. Yeah. So, one. let's say you, you Myra's on turn eight, and turn nine, you go Mogul Cultist, double Shadow of Death. That's still right. six. You still have, like, you, you have to, that minion needs to stick, or you need to be holding the other copy in your hand to play alongside the rest of them. Well, but that's exactly it. If all you have are six copies of those shadows here... And, and you have the second copy of Mogu Cultus in your hand, then that's guaranteed Shadow of Ra, I, I think is is the name of him. Um, if so you haven't died some, by then, yes. yes. That, that That's the big thing, <laughs> and it's like, that's a lot that you're investing. Your opponent needs to be doing nothing in order for this to work, but it's a really huge payoff. So I, I think what you initially said, that this is, um, I, I can't even remember how you put it. There's potential here. It's just pretty awkward still, so... I, I want to put it at a three, probably. and Yeah, it's... Yeah, I want to go lower, but I probably shouldn't, because I know I'll eat my words if I do. So it, it, three sounds about right. In, in I, Arena, I think this is in, a one, though. Like, this is... Yeah. Like, Gang Up is, Gang Up is, is like, hands down, like, one of the all-time worst cards sure, in, sure. in Arena. And this is basically Gang Up that you just don't have to pay for, but you also don't get the battle cry off of it. So right, yeah. but but in arena you may just have some solid stat minions that you really don't mind. I I, I probably still agree that it's a one, but I think that um I I think calling it gang up isn't quite fair. I I mean it is they're... because you're shuffling. I mean it's doing the same thing, right? You're shuffling the minion yeah. into your deck, and then you're paying mm-hmm. four mana to do literally nothing. And yeah. then you may that's the big you may get sure. a copy of this minion eventually, but you may not. It may be literally yeah. four mana to do nothing. It's true. So I think it's a one for a real... Like, you would never draft this, right? Like, you'll take it off yeah, of a random no. effect. Like, that might mm-hmm. happen, but I don't think you would ever draft this and put it in your deck on purpose. And if you're really ahead enough that you don't mind, uh, yeah. you know, doing nothing for four mana, then sure, why not? But 
that's the only time that you yeah. play it probably. All right, next one is the Rogue Plague. Uh, it's one mana, and it's Plague of Ma- Madness. Excuse me. Each player equips a 2-2 knife with Poisonous. Steve, I've seen this card played. Really? Off of Puzzle Box of yogg Oh, okay. Well, yeah. That'll, that'll happen. And it was fantastic for me when my <laughs> opponent did that. So, um, yeah, this, this card isn't going to get played. Um, I, I do think that it's better than nothing. And I think that, like, my mind That's started going to, like, it is, isn't it? I, I just feel like I need to defend cards when everybody's so low on them sometimes. Because I started thinking, well, when would it actually, when would you not care that you just gave your opponent a delete two cards thing? Or delete two minions. If I have huge minions, I don't care too much because that means I'm guaranteed uh, some face damage from them. If I don't have minions, I don't care either. So I wonder if there's some kind of combo rogue that can make something like this happen, especially since Miracle Rogue has been a thing several times in the past. So even just drawing an extra card might be what you need, especially after Myra's Unstable Element uh, rotates out or even gets nerfed. I, I don't know if we'll actually see that. but So I, I think there are some very fringe cases. I, I will still give it a one for sure, but I think that there's more potential with this card than people think that there is. Well, so since I can't say anything nice, all I will say is that <laughs> I got one of these in Golden, and the Golden art is is delightful because it has like Ooh, the spiral in the background rotating. Yeah. That's the only yeah. good thing about this card. But yeah, yeah it's... Uh, yeah, it's a one. It's a it's a one in arena too. Like, there's no reason you're going to do that in arena. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe if you have like zero other removal. The the hard thing is you're giving your opponent the same thing yeah. too. So I, I don't know. Like hard removal is it such a premium in arena sometimes? And giving mm-hmm. your opponent two hard removals over two turns that's, is yeah, not that's not really that's part. that's not a winning strategy. Yeah. No, that's for sure. <laughs> Uh, Bizarre Mugger is a 5-mana 3-5 rush minion. Battlecry, add a random minion from another class to your hand. So, I think that the problem with this card is just that there are so many um, add a random whatever to your hand. This is also a minion which is generally going to be a lot more variant than, like, a spell. Um, it's And it's 5-mana, which you generally just don't want to be paying 5-mana in, in, in Rogue for something that's not going to be you know, a major impact, like Myra's Unstable Element. I mean, it is a rush minion. I I actually thought I would see this more than I have been, and I've barely ever seen this um, play compared to even, like, the the card, the which, which we call it, Clever Disguise, which I thought would, we would be seeing a lot less of. So yeah, I think yeah. it's just too expensive, and, like, you're probably not going to get more than one card out of this, likely. And then you have other ways to, like, rush minions, and, and it's it's just awkward. I've I've gone back and forth on there's so many cards I feel like I've gone back and forth on and this is one of them severely because this is the card that my opponent got Tyrion Forgering off of. Oh yeah, so well. it's just like man that happens and that's insane. I just being able to rush and deal damage is good. This is just at a premium. So um, I mean the the closest thing we have uh, the Restless Mummy we can relate this to and that's a little bit cheaper. Um, like, I feel like if the minion you get off of this is decent at all, you're okay. I mean, if you get a cheap minion, maybe you can combo it with something that you've got. And if it's a bomb like Tyrion, then great. Yeah. Um, I doubt there's many, many minions you're getting that are There are a lot of bad class minions too. Like, like half of mages minions are not great. So. (laughs) I, I just probably don't want to go lower than three. Yeah, no, I'm fine with three. I'm fine with it. I feel like there's I feel like there's enough here. I will we will keep um 
experimenting with it for sure. I can definitely see it getting cut in the end because it's just too it's too random. Yeah. But um but rush is a powerful effect, so who knows? Yeah, and, and I mean it's worth saying, like, we're going to have this quest for another year, and a lot of the cards mm-hmm. that are in Burgle Rogue right now, like Blink Fox, um, Hench, Cl- well, Hench Burger is going to be with us, right? But um, Blink Fox yes. is, is going to be going away. Uh, I forget what else they run that, um, but in any event, we have, this This may see play as something like a Blink Fox goes away, right? Mm-hmm. So yep. that may that may affect its value going forward. But yeah, it's it's right now. I don't think I can give it higher than a three. And and I mean, in arena, it's probably a little bit better because like yeah, probably you know, a four there. Yeah, it's probably a four just because the having Russian arena is a little bit more valuable. Mm-hmm. And, and just the value of getting another card like an arena, you'll take whatever yeah. you can get most of the yep. time. Our next one here is uh, socket 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 to him socket sapper four mana four four pirate death rattle return a random enemy minion to your opponent's hand. I haven't seen this played at all. Um, I feel like I'm still confused. Like, Sap is so powerful, but you get to target that. Um, and we really haven't had an effect that's quite like this before, other than, like, there was something in Axe Ramus that, uh, that's Death Rattle was Return a Friendly Minion to your hand. Um, so, I don't know. I don't feel very strongly on this one either way, Steve. I, where are you at? I, I, I don't think you want to be giving your opponent the ability to choose when an effect like this goes off. Yeah, like that's that's a good point. It gives them an ability to trade things off or, or play around it so that you know, and and depending on what it is, like they can play a, a battle cry minion, trade off the rest of their board and into this, and then make sure the battle cry minions left. And you know, if that's something like a Zephyrs, like have fun. That, oh wow, yeah. You know, I, I mean, does this bring Necrian Blade though into the spotlight at all? Um, I mean. If you really want to recreate Vanish that badly, maybe, but, like... I miss Vanish a lot. <laughs> My Pogos <laughs> miss Vanish a lot. I think that's a lot of work to try to to try to try uh, MacGyver together a Vanish. That's true. I, I think it's a two. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And, and in Arena, I don't know if it's a two or a three. Like, the stats are fine, but that... that ability is not going to matter i i think the ability is not going to matter very much mm-hmm. honestly i think it's probably which, yeah. which means it's probably a three then yeah i think three's fine there. yeah um hooked scimitar is a three mana two two weapon combo game plus two attack um i thought this min- this weapon was a lot worse until i got hit with it in the face a bunch ouch <laughs> there is like an aggro rogue that's out there that uses this yeah. along with the waggle pick and mm-hmm. it turns out that, you know, a three mana four attack weapon is just as good. Um, On turn two is, yeah. is the big part of yeah, that. Yeah, coin it out and, and play that. And then you get to swing twice and you get to play a waggle pick and do it some more. Uh, it's It feels like it's for a very narrow use case, but that use case is painful. Um, yeah. So <laughs> it's probably a and three. Effective. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. I wouldn't have given it at the time of day yeah. either. Um, and, and until I started seeing in those lists, I and and the example was you coin this out on turn two and play Dread Corsair, right? And it's like, wow, that is a very strong turn two. So if you can get that, it's explosive, and in an aggressive deck, that's all you care about. So yeah, um, so yeah, there's definitely a place for this, but that's like that's really it, and it's not even really flashy. But I, aggro doesn't care about flashy; it just cares about doing doing the face down. Yeah, so. <laughs> arena, it's probably about the same. Yeah, I think so. Um, Three's probably fine yep. there too. I think. Not much to say about that. No, not really. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. 
And that's okay. We got plenty more Go. cards. Pharaoh Cat is next. One mana, one two beast. Battle cry out a random reborn minion to your hand. So Rogue loves one mana cards. So let's get that straight. Uh, the fact that this reborn minion can be a grand mummy or a micro mummy means that you could get something from another class, right? Am I right about I, that? Yes, yes, you can. Because it's, sure it's random, it's not discovered. It's random, it's not discovered, right, so right, yes, right. you can. Um, so there's, there's some reasons to like this. There, there is one reborn minion in particular that is unplayable, so you really don't want that. You get, like, Shadow of the Colossus, and that's like, okay, big beefy minion, that's fine, yeah. but it's... I don't think there's any rogue deck that's going to take advantage of that. Uh, so, I, I, like, this is really right down the middle of the road for me. Yeah, and I mean, I think that there there are some things in favor of this. Like, it is a one-drop where mm-hmm. that, that provides value. Where rogue really has not had that, it's been able to take advantage of stuff like, um, like Swashburglar and Firefly in the past. And mm-hmm. it hasn't had that. So having, like, a one-mana one-two that you can play on one, get value, or be able to, to trigger a combo effect is it, it mm-hmm. seems like it should be valuable. I think the problem is just that a lot of the reborn minions just are not very good and yeah. we're not going to get any more. So I think for that reason, it's probably it's, it's probably a two cause I don't see it improving and it feels like, and there, there aren't enough class reborn minions to play it in a burgle rogue, which would really yeah. be the use case. Like the use case would be, okay, well this is another generator for, other for cards from other classes but very often they're neutral so mm-hmm. for that i think it's a two unfortunately i think it's probably yeah, a little I bit better in arena better. though yeah yeah arena i i mean one two isn't a good stat line but the what you're going to get off of it is pr- probably good yeah for I, arena I, I, it's I'd probably three, fine a three is probably yeah. safe but yeah i you put this against some other minions and i i, I could see myself choosing this yeah. pretty often so Yep. Cool. Um, and Clever Disguise is a two-mana spell. Add two random spells from another class to your hand. This, it's fine. You play it if you're playing the quest. If you're not playing the quest, you probably don't play it. Like, it, it's pretty straightforward. It's half your quest. So, if you're playing the quest, this gets you halfway there. And if not, then you don't play this. Yeah. I, I'm amazed how much play this is This yeah. is seeing. But it's essentially like a cheaper arcane intellect that does further along your quest twice with one card. Because that quest is about adding cards to your hand, not playing them. Right, so, so you don't you care play if this card good. and it's two ticks off. Yeah, so I, I think that's probably why it's seeing play. I think that there's a good chance that you play this card, and there's at least one of those spells that is going to help you in the game. Yeah, if not both. Um, so when I think about it that way, it's like, yeah, I guess it is a fine card. So I, it's probably threes across the board in my book. I think it's probably a little bit lower in in arena because I mean the the spells you're going to sure. get you're you're generally going to be better off just drafting something you mm-hmm. the cards that you're drafting are always going to be higher quality than anything you get from random effect so like just mm-hmm. getting one extra i think even like drafting one spell is probably worth more than two random spells um so i think it's probably a two in arena i like i you'd have to be pretty hard up to draft it i would say like you're you're gonna yeah. look at that against other things and you're probably just gonna want to know what the thing is gonna do right i think that's fair yeah all right, so let's move on to Shaman. And um, Shaman's quest is Corrupt the Waters, which is a one-mana quest. Uh, the quest is play six battle cry cards. Reward is Heart of Vernal, which said is a two-mana hero power. All your battle cries um, occur twice. And so the quest basically says play lackeys, <laughs> which you're going to do <laughs> right. anyway. 
Are uh, lackeys strong on their own? I can't remember. Yeah. Like, and geez. not and and we got support for for lackeys and shaman, which is also mm-hmm. really good. Which is also a battle cry. And this deck is really good. Like I was I was playing. <laughs> I think I took this to nine <laughs> wins. Uh-huh. And again, like I said, I was playing against Kibler on stream on ladder and beat him with this deck. And there's a there are a lot of good sheep battle cries. Like even just just the the fact that these things double up. Like getting two lackeys from a sludge sorper is a big deal. Getting mm-hmm. um getting a a cobalt mm-hmm. lackey to do four damage is a lot. Getting a life drinker to do six damage and heal you for six is a lot. And mm-hmm. then Shutterwalk gets to do all that stuff all over again and refills your hand and builds a board and draws you cards. And it's like it's amazing how much value you can get with these two and three mana minions that look like even just like mind control tech. Like I didn't think mm-hmm. mind control tech was going to be core, but that does some serious work when you yeah. when you double that up. Especially in the meta right now yeah. when there's lots of minions on the board pretty much constantly. So Yeah. Yeah, the the card's good. The deck's good. Uh, man, you know, I I think back to when Shutterwalk was getting uh, was revealed, and I think Ben Brode said that day that there wasn't a card that's ever scared him as much for the game's <laughs> sake as Shutterwalk. And I wonder if he was looking at this card and saying like, "Yeah, that might be that might be too." I mean, the great news is that at nine mana they foresaw this and said, "Yeah, yeah you you can't double Shutterwalk." But the thing is. You get each of the battle cries that happen from the doubles if you play Shutterwalk later yeah. in the game. So the value off of this is insane. Um, I'm just thankful that Control Warrior can still reliably beat it. Uh, and, yeah, I don't have this card yet. So I think may- maybe I'm just uh, jealous, and that's my problem. Oh, no, it's, it's real good. It. It's real good. Yeah. I enjoy this deck a lot. <laughs> I want to go up it's, to a five. I think, I mean, this is this is defining a, five, a, this yeah. is defining a whole yeah. new archetype for, for Shaman. It's a completely different way to play that we haven't really had before. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next one here is Vecina, 4 mana, 2, 6. While you're overloaded, your other minions have plus 2 attack. Mentioned this with Ahmet, that we have some minions that just, like, give you another chance to do something. This is a third copy of Bloodlust in your deck, essentially. And for that reason, it's very strong. Um, and we saw with the uh, with Lickum that getting things overloaded isn't that hard, especially for aggressive decks, because there are lots of aggressive spells like Lightning Bolt and Lava Burst that you're just going to have in your deck. Uh, and there are things like Voltaic Burst that seem plenty of play. So, like, overloaded's not an issue. Um, you just put this in a token deck where you want to kill your opponent, and it's a third copy, and it's just great for the, all those reasons. Yeah, I mean, even if you're using it for board control, like, it's like back in Monster Hunt where you would give the dogs from Shaw plus two attack and then mm-hmm. you'll voltaic burst or you'll you'll play a thunderhead with this on board and those all do three damage and three damage is a lot when it's all rushing out in in pairs so i i think this is i mean i don't know that i'm willing to go all the way up to a five it's probably a four it's probably a four but it's very good because like the stats don't really do anything um but it's just like bloodlust where you're not playing it more than likely unless you're ready to Actually, that's probably the biggest downside is that if you're not ahead, this won't help you get there at all. It right. legit is a thir- is a third copy of Bloodlust. Well, I mean, on five on five own. mana, you you can play this in Voltaic Burst, right? Like that that's a thing that you okay, can do. Okay, okay. You sure. have to and have the, both those the, cards. The but little I mean, minions have yeah. three attacks. Yeah. So yeah, that's something. Yeah. I mean, I okay. I think it's I think it's fine. I mean, it's it's yeah, it is going to be a finisher a lot of the time. And you have mm-hmm. that you have to have enough mana to, and another card in hand to activate it. But 
um and you know it doesn't stack it's not like every overload does more but right, right. <laughs> thank <Gosh>. god <laughs> we don't need that but um yeah, in yeah. an arena like the stats aren't great you don't know if you're gonna get overload i feel like it's probably a two like, i think it's just a way three better like minions. it's still i mean it's still just slightly understated and mm-hmm. like what else are you gonna get offered right like you're gonna get like i guess shutterwalk's a bad example but like what are like other other shaman cards that you're gonna get offered um i mean i th- I think i would take blood mage thalnos over this if i were offered it yeah i'm thinking about like shaman legendaries even like i'm trying to think of what else there is i mean electra storm surge I'd yeah take that yeah maybe um i i feel like this is probably one of the worst i mean i'm not i'm not gonna go down to one but i don't i, yeah. I don't think I you mean, ever pick this yeah i mean you, you still have things like millhouse and matt pagel and stuff like that they're gonna be in the pool too right like um so those are ones this is a two <laughs> well no i'm saying that you're good like you can take like my bar for legendaries in arena is fairly low just because sure, if sure. I can, if I can play the card and, and have it not be embarrassing in terms of the stats and not have the effect actively hurt me, then that's generally mm-hmm. like a win, right? Like, like even like King Feoris, right? Like a five mana 10, 10, when you're maybe going to have like one, um, you know, one spell in your hand, right? Like yeah. this is going to be better than that at least. And, and six health is still a decent amount of health for, getting a couple value trades yeah. off right. yeah if your opponent has a lot of small minions i can see it being good that yeah. you know you get to trade in so okay i'll go i'll go to a three okay even though i'm being being <laughs> annoying yeah um okay pl- so plague of murlocs three mana spell transform all minions into random murlocs i'm i think that i'm not seeing we're not seeing this as much as we are because there's not really a control shaman right now mm-hmm. um but i think this is very strong and i actually have been seeing it in some murloc shaman as a clear, yeah, yeah. because you can get rid of taunts, and there aren't any murlocs with taunts. With taunt, mm-hmm. so even like you don't get to attack anymore, but at least you get rid of taunts that are on the board, or you can get rid of like sticky like reborn minions or whatever, yeah. and or or like a big beefy Ziliax that's just gonna be impossible for you to trade through. And this kind of mm-hmm. acts like devolve used to, which is exactly what it is. It's devolve because so want, most yeah. of the murlocs are are like three drops or four drops at the biggest. I think Scargill's the biggest one at four health. Most of them have mm-hmm. three health, which lines up really nicely with Lightning Storm or with, mm-hmm. like, a smaller Hagathis scheme. And, you know, if you're playing a Murloc Shaman, then you want to have Murlocs anyway, so it actually benefits you. Sure. I think that I think it's all upside yeah. on this one. Uh, if you're playing the control game, you're good to go. If you're playing the uh, aggressive Murloc deck, you're good to go. So this is a, this is a really strong card. Like, I... I, like hopefully you've seen this if you if you haven't at least seen it off like a puzzle box or something because yeah. that's just fun when it happens the but, animation's great um, too yeah it really is uh so i i i think i initially said a five yeah. i kind of want to go four I, I, but i've been thinking the same thing i think okay. after having played with it i think i think it's it's not quite it as, still doesn't deal with yeah. the board yeah, I mean, it's... It a, does, but yeah. it doesn't. I, it's, yeah. it's tough to to review this one, honestly. I mean, you could be seeing this more if, like, Quest Paladin and Resurrect Priest and those types of decks are more prevalent. This is, like, again, the control decks take longer to come together because you need to have you need to figure out what the tools are that you're for what you're fighting against. Right mm-hmm. now... Other than, like, a big Ziliax, there's not really anything that you're really targeting with this. But if we were, like, at the end of the last meta where Mech Paladin was everywhere, or Mech, Mech Hunter, rather. I mean, Mech Paladin was a deck, mm-hmm. too, where they were sticky and you were and it was hard to get rid of them. 
then yeah, you might you might have seen this. So it's going to be very meta dependent. But I think in there, I don't want to go up to a five either. But I think it's probably a four. Yeah. yeah. In arena, it's a three. Is it's it still a three. Yeah, you still yeah. play devolve sometimes, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Next one, I'm glad I got this one. Splitting Axe is a four mana three two weapon. It reads Battle Cry. Summon copies of your totems. Ike's riding the totem shaman, man. I've seen it. I haven't played with it. Ike, I want to. Ike I... plays a lot of decks <laughs> that normal people cannot play. Ike he also does. Ike also played Life Weaver in a deck that he brought with him to Worlds. It's true. And that is the, the first and last time that, that deck is that card has been included in a deck. So oh, I, I am not taking Ike as my sample size for whether this card okay, is worth okay. playing or not. So here's the thing. A three attack, two health weapon or two durability weapon is is good. Four mana is pretty high for it. Um, at first when I thought summon copies of your totems is like, what the heck? I mean, I guess a bloodlust token shaman is fine with that. But then I started thinking, wait a minute, you can actually replicate your evil totem with this and get an extra lackey and you can replicate your nightmare amalgam. And so it's those instances that have me thinking there's, there may be some potential with this card. I, it's, it's a lot of comboing on one turn, but if any of, actually the biggest thing I'm, I'm wishing for the totem shaman that I want to play is that we had the, uh, what was it? The Thunderbluff Uh Well, that obviously. <laughs> I, I'm thinking more off kilter. Um, it was a two mana spell that gave all your minions death rattle summon a random totem. Oh, and oh, yeah. I don't remember what the hell, like, what that was beca- either. Yeah. Because as I was theory crafting this deck, I was like, I have to put Soul of the Murloc in there because, like, if I'm running a bloodlust strategy, I have to have something that just continues. Yeah. That gives me some kind of survivability on the board. So. Um, so I don't know. I I think there's maybe some potential with this, with the with the upsides. If we see any other strong totems, if we ever see like a legendary totem, there's always been the rumblings of maybe something like that. Uh, it could be interesting, but in- until then, it'll it just won't see play. Yeah, I mean, maybe in Wild with Thunderbluff Valiant, like I could see it. Like I, I totem shaman's been a thing that they've tried to make work a number of times and it's never quite been good enough. And I don't think, I mean, if they get there, if they give it enough support, then yeah, this might see play, but I'm, I'm not seeing it. Is this fetch? This is very much fetch. Yes. Okay. Can I, can I give it a two? A two is fine. Two is fine. Okay. (laughs) In a, in arena, it's probably the same. Yeah. Because at least you get an extra minion off it and weapons are just really high value there. So yeah, um, I mean, the, the fact that you can hit your hero power and definitely get something else in addition to it is is okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's it's just, just it just depends really on how many min, how many weapons you're getting offered, right? Like that's yeah, like weapons are good in arena. This is a bad weapon, but it's still a weapon, so it's probably yeah, yeah three is probably fair. I really want to. Pl- I I haven't played with this deck because I want to get to legend first. But once I get there, it's totem shaman all day long. Well, if you have 150 gold, you can play it in brawl. See him. Uh, no, I don't want to waste my gold. Yeah. Oh, I guess we should we should mention that because we talked about that last week. I actually reached out to Joe Mag and I asked him, "Is oh, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is is it? Um, you know, the going to be the regular cadence that we're going to get a brawl see him the first week of the expansion?" He said he can't promise forever, but for right now, that's the plan. So yeah. you should be, great. yeah, it should be your kind of your. You should expect that there's going to be a brawl see him and and save like three hundred to five hundred gold for being able to do that 
Um, cause it's also good for like, I found that it's, this is a quick aside, but I found it's actually pretty good for getting me to focus on one deck for more than like a couple games in a row. So, <laughs> right. especially when the tendency is the strongest to just swap yeah. from deck to deck. Okay. Well, I want to try this now. I want to try this. I want to try this. Like it actually forces <laughs> me to play that many games in a row. Yeah. Um, I had 18 decks in my collection today, so oh, I, yeah. I feel you, man. Yep. So. <laughs> um, Earthquakes is 7 mana spell. Uh, deal 5 damage to all minions and deal 2 damage to all minions. This is very, very good. It's a little bit on the on the pricey side, um, just in terms of how awkward it is to play. But when mm-hmm. you play it, it is amazing. And it it, yeah. it is the Reborn Killer, which is exactly yeah. why we need this, because all those Reborn minions go back with 1 health. This kills them. And then you, you they go away permanently. I, I so this is it's a little bit too expensive to just run two of in every deck, but I think that it's any controlling style shaman deck's going to be running at least one copy of this. Oh yeah, for sure. I like you remember how powerful volcano was back in the day. Yeah, and this this might be better than it, I think just it because is because it is so reliable. Yeah, um, and yeah, it, it may be pricey, but I think. I think there's just no reason to to not run it. So I I think it's an easy five. I, I think it book. is too. Yeah, and in arena, and in arena too. Arena, yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, the tough thing in arena is you can't uh, you can't protect your minions from this unless you've got like ancestral spirit or something like that. But um, so uh, you play twisting nether. You play psychic scream. You play uh, you know those cards that will do damage to your minions too if you need to clear a board. Like you play those. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's still a five there. Yeah. I, I'm just thinking you don't want it in every situation, and I feel like for Arena, those are the five cards, are the ones that, like, you just always pick and you always play. And that's I think you, you draft this almost, but, I mean, you wouldn't, you would you probably wouldn't draft too many of them, but I think mm-hmm. you would draft the first one, like, you probably would snap pick it. In a heartbeat? Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Okay, so fives across the board yep. there. Next one here is Weaponized Wasp, a 3-mana three 3-3 three, three beast. Battle cry, if you control a lackey, deal 3 damage. We thought this was good. Actually, I guess I have seen some um, some uh, back and forth on uh, the Twitter sphere amongst pros about this. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I actually did see somebody saying this is a bad card, and, huh. and that was the first time I had ever seen anyone say that. Because on face value, lackeys are already good. Uh, there's a good chance you can get one on the board. I mean, if you just treat this as a four mana uh, that you have to combo with a lackey, it's still really strong because dealing three damage is just like you just have to respect that ability in every way. And and for Battlecry's sake, uh, Battlecry Shaman's a thing. I think you just slot this in there most of the time. I guess it's a little less reliable like with Shutter Walk or something, but I don't care. I mean, like you, dealing six damage to something is really strong with that uh, the double hero power. You're very often just playing Shutterwalk on an empty board, so it doesn't matter. It's not going. It's not yeah, hitting yeah, you. That's true. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. I, you, I have to correct you because you said it does three damage. It. I, I don't think I've ever seen it not do six damage. <laughs> really? Because you play it. You play it after the quest. Playing. Sure. Sure. So yeah. it almost always does six damage. So, and when you've got the lackey that deals two damage, which which do, can, then does four, yeah, which deals four, you can deal ten damage to something for four mana. Yep. It's, oh, oh, this is sure why do. I'm not a fan of Battle Crush. You super but, do, and you do that a lot. Uh, and there goodness. is, yes, there is. Sometimes it will happen that you will not draw your lackeys, and but mm-hmm. in that deck, like you get, you know, from from the Sludge Slurpers and the Evil Cable Rats, you're getting two lackeys apiece usually after the quest is done. You generally mm-hmm. can hold a, hold a lackey back to get the value out of this, and being able to do oh, yeah. six damage on demand 
It's real good. Ugh. It's real can good. We just give it a five yeah. and move on. Yeah, we that... can. Yeah, in, in arena, it's a three mana three three, and you're you're probably not picking those unless you have to. So it's probably a two. It's not the worst thing in the world, but it's not. It's not I, fantastic. I would go up to three just because like you're picking lackeys in arena no matter what. So like, there's a good chance you've got some. I, I guess I it guess depends, it's depending right? on what um, it depends on, on what sets which... on what sets are, are yeah. there because your only lackey generator is going to be evil totem. If you're yeah, not so, getting offered um, Rise of Shadows along with it. Right. So we'll put it as a two, yeah. but I, the value will go up if you've got the, uh, if you've got Rise of Shadows along with yeah. it, I guess. So, yeah. Um, so okay, Mogu Flesh Shaper is a seven mana, three, four rush minion, which costs one less for each minion on the battlefield. And like, I thought this was good and I didn't realize like how good this card is. <laughs> Like, this card has exceeded my expectations once I've been playing with it. Because I forgot that Mutate is a card. It is. So, so very often what you're doing is you're playing this and you're playing it for close to free. And then you're value trading and then you're using Mutate or Witchy Lackey on it. And Witchy Lackey, by the way, with the quest, triggers twice. You can actually get a 9 drop. Have I said that it's disgusting? <laughs> Yeah, like all this stuff kind of comes together with with the Battlecry Shaman. It's pretty. It's it's a sight to see once you start getting rolling with it. So I I mean, yeah. first of all, just we've learned from Cardor Creeper that any card with this type of effect is good, especially or in Shaman Giant, because yeah, yeah, Sea Giant too, and you know, especially in Shaman because you have ways to evolve it. So mm-hmm. I think this is probably a five. I can't see. Uh, I mean, unless you're playing a really, like, off-the-board control shaman, I can't mm-hmm. see when you wouldn't want this card. Yeah, even without Mutate, it's yeah. still, like, a, a highly discounted get-back-on-the-board mechanic. Yeah. I And and if you're running lackeys, which you just are, uh, if you get the new Titanic or Titan lackey that gives it additional yeah. health and, and taunt, that's pretty good. If you evolve it, like you said, that's good. So, like... Yeah, I I think it is a very unassuming card at first glance, but it's actually pretty powerful. And I'm just thinking, I'm pretty sure we gave Mutate a zero. We did, we and we were it. very, very wrong. I don't think we. <laughs> I I don't like. I'm trying to think of a card that I have been more wrong on, and I've I it might maybe um maybe it would be like Waggle Pick might be a little bit more wrong, but not by much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I've been really impressed with Mutate. Um, five in constructed in arena, probably four. Still, it's still fine. I think a four is better. I mean, it's a three. It's a three damage um, removal for Mm -hmm. something less than seven. Yeah. So, cool. Next one's Evil Totem. Two mana, zero two totem. At the end of your turn, add a lackey to your hand. So this is essentially evil cable rat with upside. I mean, the downside is that you don't have uh, attack inbred, but the potential upside is that if this lives a little bit longer, uh, you're getting multiple lackeys. And I was up against some shaman where I was not able to clear their board, and they ended up actually. Oh, oh, that's the game I have to talk about. Oh, oh boy, it was, <laughs> it was in the Brawlicium. Um It was a battle cry shaman. I can't remember what they played, but they mutated something and got Glinda Crowskin. Oh, this and game. Played okay, yeah. Infinite Evil Totems <laughs> off of that. This was this was my night, and actually, it was the twelve wins. So I forgot to say, I, I did get twelve wins with uh, Control Warrior with Armega Dillo and uh, and Frightened Flunkies and the 
totems. I can't remember the mechs, yeah. the big guys. Oh, the um, yeah, the two Morden. Two Morden, thank yeah. you. Yeah, um, and they got that early in the game. This was my. I, I had lost twice. I'm eleven and two. This is the do or die moment, and they get Glinda Crowskin and evil totems. Oh, it was oh, so man. disgusting. Somehow I was able to pull that off. Wow. That game was absolutely bananas that's an extreme example though just just for this two mana card this is very good and this is the lackey generation that that shaman really needed to have in order to like justify weaponized wasp that would still be a card even without this but this is just really really strong yeah i mean i I don't actually like this as much as the others as far as lackey generation because you can't get two out of them immediately like you don't get them immediately and you don't get it you only you still only get one even with the quest and that's why i would go down to a four on it because it's not it's it yes it can generate more than one but it's probably not going to and the others will generate two with the quest and this doesn't so and and the battle cry shaman is really the use case where you're going to want maximum totems so i actually am a little bit under um you know under unimpressed with it but i mean you still play it because you need you need lackey so that's probably Mm -hmm. a four yeah, and I just think you have enough ways to to buff the board. To I mean, even with a witchy lackey, you can yeah. end up you know evolving this if it lives for too long or something. But I I don't I don't really see any downside. There's no downside to it. It's just yeah. it's not as good as the other ways to get to get lackeys generally. Sure. Like yeah. I sometimes you, sometimes you just top deck an evil totem. It's like, well, great, I can play this this turn and then I can do something next mm-hmm. turn, as opposed to like yeah. an evil cable route where you get it right away. That's true. In Arena, it's probably a 4-2. Yeah, yeah, it's probably a 4. A 4 as well. Excuse yes. me. Let me use the correct vernacular to not be not be confusing there. <laughs> yep. Um, is this me? Uh, this one's you. Okay, yep. so Sandstorm Elemental is a 2-mana two 2-2. Two, two. Battle Cry, deal 1 damage to all enemy minions, overload 1. Have I said that Battle Cries are good right now? Oh, gosh. <laughs> like, so gross. This is, so gross. This is uh, 2 damage 1 at a time also. Um, which isn't really relevant for something like Death Rattle or Reborn, but sometimes being able to do two two damage independently is good. But um, yeah, I mean, this does one damage to a board, which is a th- like it's a Maelstrom Portal that overloads mm-hmm. you for one, and that's fair. And with the battle with the with the quest, it's two damage across the board, which is a lot. Like being able to do two damage with one card for I guess four mana, but you're going to be doing other stuff that'll yeah. it'll mitigate. Um, yeah, it's real good. It, it's not, again, come up against, it's not, it's not busted, but it's, it's a really good in, sure. inclu- inclusion. I've come up against plenty of battle cry shamans that are just able to manipulate the board where the double sandstorm elemental just clears the board. And then they've still got plenty of gas in the tank as far as minions are concerned. So, um, so yeah, I think this is a, another, I, shaman got a lot of unassuming cards that are actually very, very powerful. I think this is probably a five, especially um, with, with the quest where it's at right now. Yeah. If the quest didn't exist, I, I think, think this I would think be you, somewhere think, in the yeah. three or four. Yeah, it's an AOE that you need. I think I, I can go up yeah. there. I was kind of leaning on a four, but I think I'm on borderline. I could go up to a five on it. Yeah. And in arena, it's probably a four too. Yeah, I think yeah. so. A four as well. Is that what yes. you meant? A four also. <laughs> okay, so we'll end on totem might. It's totemic surge. Zero mana spell. Give your totems plus two attack. You thought that giving your totems to health for zero mana was a deal. How about you give them the thing they don't have? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, 
like if totem shaman if if there are some other decent totems like if we had totem golem still like can you imagine getting those on the board and then buffing them with this and or wicked I guess witch doctor Valiant. yeah wicked witch doctor like in, in wild maybe there's something something to be said there um i i i think this is similarly like a card you don't necessarily want to sleep on it's not going to cause uh cause waves right now um but if there's any kind of totem shaman uh in the future you'll run bloodlust and you will run this because you just want to be able to like uh get enough to be able to um to take your opponent down to zero yeah and a control shaman might pick this off of like a random effect sometimes like you might take this off of like a swap a swamp queen hagatha or something like that or like haunting visions like if your board state supports it and you can just kind of get some trades in like that's that's not nothing but i don't think you ever put this in your deck <laughs> it's always great when we're making arguments for cards saying yeah. it's not nothing yeah so, it's I, I i still don't want to go lower than a two because i, I think there is potential well, you know you know um, what i think we we decided that fine is three last week and i think it's not nothing is the definition of a two so <laughs> <laughs> I, well, it's not nothing would normally be a one yeah but i think it's i think it's better than not nothing okay. it's not much better but yeah um and in arena it's probably is i think is that's that one or i think it's a zero i don't it's think you, i, I yeah. can't imagine your goal like do you ever draft totemic might i mean this is slightly better than totemic might but that's this all. is better that's like the, the only thing i'm thinking is that with your hero power you've got guaranteed totems on the board kind of but that it's just not a strategy you want something I'm, that you can play or that will actually affect the board rather than this so yeah i, I think zero's right i there. mean that's like um, saying that gas station hot dogs are better than starving right like it's yes they are <laughs> uh, i'll take them but yeah no, yeah you're right Okay, on to Warlocks, and I think this one's me. We got yeah. Supreme Archaeology, one mana Warlock spell. Quest, draw 20 cards. Holy cow. Reward is Tome of Origination, which is a two mana hero power. Draw a card, uh, reduce its cost to zero. And uh, this is this is kind of a confusing card. Honestly, like if Plot Twist didn't exist, yeah. this couldn't work. No. So it's like if you don't have two copies of Plot Twist, don't even bother with this card. Um, but there have been some really interesting takes on what's possible. Uh, you know, I I think it was Zelay who got Legend right before uh, Savers of Oldham yeah. hit with a Plot Twist Warlock. And um, I think that with this quest, it's kind of starting to become a thing. The the hero power is just weird to take advantage of because what you need to be doing is running a deck that has a lot of big minions or a lot of expensive stuff. And you, with this hero power, if you hit one of those, you can basically play at the same turn as something else. So it's value-oriented. It's controlly oriented uh, There's just not really like a clear... Uh, game plan with that. Oh, now, there is. All that being all that being said, I know that there's a Mechathune yeah. deck you've been having a lot of fun with. Yeah. Uh, with this, so I'll let you take it from there. Yeah, because I mean that's that's kind of where you get to is that you don't really care what you're drawing; you just care that you're drawing. So what you're doing is you're trying to plot twist early with as many cards as your hand, get the quest done, and then use that to just draw two cards a turn so you can get to your Mechathune. You don't care. Like, you have a game plan with, like, Galvanizer and Mechathune and um, Plague of Flames to get everything done, and you just want to get through your, your deck as quick as possible. So you want to be drawing two cards without hitting yourself in the face and with being able to make those cards zero just to be able to get them out of your hand. Right, um, right. And, and that's that's really the only... You don't care if they're value or not. You just want them out of your hand. 
And, I mean, it does create some kind of weird scenarios, like getting a zero amount of Mechathune opens up a lot of options. Um, <laughs> and I saw you get that, yes, too. <laughs> yeah, so it's, but it, it's a fun deck. But, yeah, it, it is weird, and you need to be able to take advantage of it. And that's the only way that I've seen it's really worked. But I think that, you know, as we mm-hmm. get more cards, we can see something like that happen. I think as long as it exists with Plot Twist, which it will, there will be a way to do it. And then it's just a matter of what's your payoff at the end. But I, you know, Mechathune's not always going to be the answer, but I think they're, you know, it may also just, this may also just be like Control Warlock isn't good enough to deal with the other, like with, it's not better than Control Warrior, right? Like if you're playing a control deck, it has to do something at least as well or differently than Control Warrior. And this just doesn't. So that's why that's not being played right now, but I think it has potential. I, th- I think what I'm mostly disappointed in is that the hero power just doesn't do anything that different from what Warlock already does, which is draw cards, you know? Like, th- there's some upside there for sure, but you're just... Yeah. Outside of Plot Twist, you're doing an insane amount of work. With Plot Twist, you're you're fine. I, I feel like it's probably a three. Yeah, it's a best. three. It's a three. It's not great. I, and and the, the thing is that you, you don't know what you're getting, right? Like, there's no way to manipulate yeah. the top of your deck. Right. So, right. like, if there was a way to manipul- manipulate we'll the top see. of your deck and know what you were getting and make sure that it was going to be zero, yeah. then it would be yeah, a lot that better. Could make and this crazy. and they, they yeah. could print that. Like, that's. When honest, you know. the Volpera card that they came out with has me. Or, uh, not, not the, that the one, one with the chicken. The one that swaps. Yeah. The, the one that swaps the top card of you and your opponent's deck. Like, that has me thinking and wondering. I, if, if. I don't think it's that crazy to think that there could be something like that in the next set or next year or something. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just bummed that the, that Supreme Archaeology is is kind of a downer card yeah. overall to me. But um, but if you got it, it's not trash. And if you uh, if you enjoy playing Mechathune especially, yeah. I'll let you boy. So. Yeah. So um, next up is Dark Pharaoh Takan, which is one of the more controversial cards in this set. Mm-hmm. Uh, five mana, four, four. Battle cry for the rest of the game. Your lackeys are four, four. So immediately... The the cry from the masses was, oh my god, Questrogue is back. Right. And Questrogue is not back. It is it, it fetch is not happening. It's not <laughs> this is not Questrogue. Well, no, no, wait, no, no, wait. Fetch happened, okay? <laughs> if if we're saying this is fetch, so Questrogue Questrogue, this is not Questrogue. I know Questrogue. This is not Questrogue. Mm-hmm. Questrogue was broken because you had a lot of one mana cards that had keywords on them like charge and taunt and divine shield that you were able to replay over and over again and that would allow you to be able to burst down your opponent and prevent them from being able to uh, to hit you again this is mm-hmm. all of the one the one mana minions that we're talking about like they become four fours but they don't actually do anything other than their other abilities like they can interact with each other you can get have a titanic lackey give one of the other ones taunt that's that's a little bit annoying but mm-hmm. like there's only so many lackeys you're going to get access to in, over the course of the game because you have like six total that you can get and what this is doing is really just like okay from now on these are not going to be embarrassing stats when you're playing them late game and and <laughs> like that's fine right like those four fours are mm-hmm. just going to be four fours like yeah they cost one mana but how many of them are you actually getting and that's why like is it there's a there's a lot of debate whether this this card is even worth it. And I think zoo has been starting to cut it even. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, the thing is that zoo typically just wants to go all in quickly. And this sort of makes you take a sidestep. A five mana four, four isn't great. I mean, if you have lackeys on board, they immediately change to four, four. So that's, 
that's worth saying too, um, but it's not a game plan strategy. I have played with this, and it feels very strong. Um, Zoo is a deck that's always been tough to like completely get right, so there are always going to be a lot of variations on it. I like that at least there's something like this thrown in there that makes us think about, do we put Lackeys in? Do we put Takan in? Like, I mean, Evil Conscriptor, is that the two-mana 2-2? Two, two? Or Evil Recruiter. Evil Recruiter, yeah. Yeah, that um, uh, Battlecry, kill a minion, and, uh, or a friendly minion, and, and add two Lackeys. You're playing that regardless. So then the question is, like, well, does the... We'll talk I, about that when we get to that card, but yeah. Okay, all right. Um, I think I think there's plenty of potential with this. Um, my my games that I've played with, I don't think I've ever been upset to see it. The thing is, your game plan can't rest on this by any stretch. To me, it's just all upside when you do draw it. Um, so I I still want to give it a four, honestly, because I think that there's a lot of potential there. I think it's a three, unless we're going to see a lot more lackey generation in the next set, like. The, the problem is that by the time that you're playing this, you probably want to mm-hmm. have played out all your lackeys already. Like, it, this this has a very poten- very decent potential to be a 5-mana 4-4 that does literally nothing for you. I've never had it be that. <laughs> I, 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 can, I can see that, but I, it's just, it just hasn't been my experience. Yeah, I mean, I just... Like, how much value are you really getting out of it? Like, yes, those 1-mana minions are 4-4s, four but, mm-hmm. like, what else are... What other value are you getting out of that? And... and the th- the thing is, by this point in the game, if you've been able to do your strategy and, and go face enough, you've got them about halfway down. And so doing this is just the extra kick in the pants that you need to be able to kill them. Yeah, but I mean, is that going to get you past a warrior? Probably not, right? Like if you're if you're getting to if you're against a warrior or any sort of control deck, by the time that you're making these four fours, you probably need to have killed them already. Is, is Zoo winning that game already, though? Well, no. But is it's super? So that, is that this, matchup, it doesn't but then it's, matter. But what is it helping that. you, right? Like, what what matchups is it helping you? That's that's really what it comes down to, right? Like when you're trying to when you're trying to evaluate a card like this, like right. where what what matchup does it improve that you're not already winning, right? And I think it's less. The, I think it's less the matchups and it's more the board state. Yeah. So in the instances where you've played out stuff. I mean, if you have the lackeys on board, obviously, like, this just buffs them, and it can win you the game straight up. Even if it doesn't, if your hand is lacking, um, I mean, you don't want to top deck this because it doesn't really do much, right. I guess. So, And it's like the Kaliseth effect, right? Like, you have to get this. If you don't get this on curve, it's it's useless. Yep. Like, if you're getting this late in the game... It does it matter? Like, you're, if you're top decking this after, if you don't have this, it really you have to play it on curve. You have to play it on curve. Like, if you if mm-hmm. you get this after turn five, like, and you're top decking, like this is beyond bad. Like, but that's how Zoo operates anyway. Well, yes, Zoo cho- chooses things that you play on. <laughs> I don't curve. know. I I, I, can't I think go... I'm gonna pull rank on this, okay, especially if, since if I've played is, more with it. Honestly, I, it, you know, I've I've done that with the priest cards. We can go up to a four on it. I can't go <laughs> higher than a four, but I I can go. No, to no, four. I. I, I think a four is fair, and yeah. and I think that everything you're saying is legit. I think that if you're really going with the zoo strategy, it it will be interesting to see if this ends up uh, ends up surviving. But I think that if we see any other lackey stuff in the next set, it'll only get yeah. stronger. Um, I mean, it's yeah, it's also the fact that all the zoos that I've seen over the last day or two have all cut all the lackey synergies entirely and have gone back down to just evil genius crazy yeah so you know okay. that'll go for evil conscriptor or evil recruiter too but we'll we'll get there but yeah it's um, yeah 
Yeah, I, well, I'll, I'll go up to a four with you on this, but it it's a okay. two in arena. Like, it's a five mana four. Two four in arena is fine, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's all it is. Um, okay. Yep. Next one here is Rift Cleaver. Six mana, seven, five, demon, epic minion, battle cry, destroy a minion. Your hero takes damage equal to its health. Uh, this is kind of crazy. It's like a, it's like a, um, a fair, uh, vile spine slayer. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> like it, if you clear something that has small health, sure, whatever, but really you want to use this to kill something with a lot of health that you can't kill any other way. And, uh, I, I think it is going to be a good tool because warlocks know how to get their health back. I actually, I guess we don't have spell stones, so we missed that especially, but, um, I think this is a fairly yeah. strong card and maybe one of the best mid-range demon uh demons that we've ever seen yeah i mean i think that we just need a list that plays it right now i think and i think it's just again this meta is not about big things for the most part this meta is about a lot of little things so mm-hmm. this meta is not really suited for this card um but i think that there will be a meta where the where where we are working around like a couple of big things and this will be part of it when we have like a control warlock that is viable so, or maybe even after a nerf, that'll happen. I think this is probably a four just because I, it's not, it's sure, not sure. an auto include clearly because mm-hmm. we haven't really seen it very much, but I think that it has a lot of potential when we're in the right meta that's going to suit it. I still think that we're going to see some kind of mid range yeah. demon list from Warlock in the next set. Yeah, I think so. Before then. And this is going to be a key part of that. It so. feels like we're only missing in- like one or two cards. Yeah, yeah, and we we need something like um, like Malganus, honestly. Yeah, uh, or or even that, like that four drop that gave all your all your demons plus one plus one, that was in one of those sets. Right? The stealth minions? No, it was like the four like a four mana five four, that okay. that gave all your minions. Plus, oh, or, Crystal Weaver. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, or like Blood Fury mm-hmm. Potion or something like that. Right, mm-hmm. like like sure, you're just like sure. one card off of being able to go to like a demons or a demons or even like a mid range demons demon list. Yeah. Something like that that could just close out the game yeah. could be really huge. So, yeah, in Arena, I'm tempted to give it a five just because removal is so huge yeah, there. Yeah, I think so, too. It's a um, hard removal, and it's a minion yeah. that's developing. I think it's got to be I, – I, it has to be up there. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think, I think think that's good. Yeah. Um, Disease Vulture is a uh, four-mana, three-five beast that says after you have ta- – after your hero has takes damage on your turn – Summon a random three-cost minion. So this is actually what I've been seeing making its way into the zoo. And Right. No, I've, I've seen this there, too. And it makes sense, because, I mean, it's six mana, hero power. You're going to hero power a zoo anyway when you're at that point in the game and get another three-drop. And you have other cards like Crystallizer, and you have maybe Spirit Bomb. I don't think any lists are running that. You have Flame Imp. You have um, the 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 four or five that damages you when it attacks. There's a lot of ways mm-hmm. to get to get value out of this. And, and three-cost minions are generally okay to get randomly generated so this this seems like it's you know kind of the cornerstone of a new like self-damage zoo so this and um we'll talk about neferset thrasher that's the one that deals damage every time it attacks like those two have been seeing a lot of play this has actually been the other side of the coin for me because i've tried these out on zoo and after several games i was kind of feeling underwhelmed like it's tough for me because I look at this card and it seems like it's all upside. There are plenty of ways that you can get the value out of it. It just never felt like I was in a state where I could do that, I guess. Yeah. And as a four mana three five, it's it's okay and it'll combat the board fine. I like you get one hit off of this and it's probably worth it. Um so I, I think it's got a place. Uh it's just a matter of can Zoo afford to have higher cost minions 
that are more about developing the game long, or the board long term rather than a lot of cheap stuff that you can just vomit out as fast as you quickly can. Yeah, we played Saturday Night Chain Gang, though. That's true. You know, yeah. I mean, if you're playing Neferset Thrasher and then you're playing, I mean, that's that's a three drop. You're playing that into this, then attacking. Like, you're getting you're getting two minions for four mana, so it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's a four. I mean, I'm not I'm yeah, not in love with I, it. I, I haven't played fair. very much. I haven't played any zoo, actually, so far this mm-hmm. expansion. I need to rectify that, but um but it seems like it's it's fine you know it it yeah i I think four is very fair i i feel like when i first saw it it's like five easy and in my play it's just been like this is a little more awkward to play than i expected and i still don't quite i can't quite put my finger on it in arena though i just the guarantee off of this i think i think it's a five yeah i think it has to be yeah i mean it's a it's a format of three five which you draft just even just vanilla Mm-hmm. And then having text that's easy to activate and doesn't require any additional cards because your hero power does it is, is pretty good. Right. Yep. It's good stuff. Okay, next one here is Imp Balming. Four mana spell. Destroy a minion. Shuffle three worthless imps into your deck. Those worthless imps, if you're not uh, familiar, are zero mana 1-1 one, one demon minions. So, uh, are they zero mana? Kill I, thought they one, I thought they were one drops. I'm pretty sure they're zero. Are they? I could be wrong oh, Okay. Now. I, I I could do. Totally I thought they were one drops, but okay. Um, destroying a minion for four mana is really and and clogging up your deck is what's up for debate here yeah. more than anything, right? Um, we've seen crystal crystal potion. Uh, blast crystal potion. Blast crystal potion. Thanks. Uh, that destroyed a minion and it it uh, destroyed one of your mana crystals also. And that's a that's a play in like control warlock, didn't it? Renal lock. It it only saw play Reno in renal lock, lock because right. you couldn't mm-hmm. play two copies of Siphon Soul. Yeah, so like there's there's some potential here. Um, the thing is like, like I think about putting three. Uh, they're worthless imps. They're worthless cards that you're putting into your deck. So you're giving yourself three potential dead draws, and they're similar to bombs. They may not deal the health damage to you. Um, but uh, but they are going to deal it in tempo <laughs> tempo yeah. oriented like for the game. So this is this is one to really be be not too uh, not too excited about, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it really is. It is going to do five damage to you just from your opponent getting to hit you in the face because you drew dead, right? right. Or, or mm-hmm. forcing you to tap, so you need to take two damage, right? Assuming that you haven't activated a quest by then. I've seen this run in some quest lists. I don't understand it. I, re- I just really don't. Like, I get that it's yeah. more minions, more cards in your deck to to draw, but I just, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. And, and like, I, you I, can just run Siphon Soul and you can run Rift Cleaver. Like, yes, those cost six and this yeah. cost four, but, like, you're going to pay for that later. And and it's going to mm-hmm. it's gonna be a lot more than two mana that you're going to be paying for it later. I, I, I want to even go down to a one on this. I think that's fair. Yeah, and in arena, arena is probably the same. Honestly, yeah, it's I, maybe it's, it's, a two. it's a two. Maybe it's a two. Yeah, destroying a minion, could, especially if you don't have anything in your deck that can do that, then sure you'll take this near the end of your draft. But um, because because that effect is strong, but there are better ways to do it if you're choosing how to how to build your deck. Essentially. Yeah. Um, so expired merchant is a two mana two one battle cry. Discard your highest cost card. Death rattle. Add two copies of it to your hand. This is weird and i don't really like i know that that our friend deck tech was experimenting with like uh soul warden so you discard it and then you get the soul warden back and you have infinite soul wardens and i uh, maybe i mean if you have that kind of time like good luck i mean i think the problem is just that 
Like, in Wild, I get it. Like, okay, well, I can have multiple Gul'dans and multiple Nazoths, and, like, that seems very powerful. Mm-hmm. In Standard, like, what are you throwing away, right? Like, what are you what are you trying to get? Like, Rafam, Chef Nomi, maybe? Maybe Elysiana if you're going for, like, a really super late game deck. But, mm-hmm. like, and, and I mean, I guess what it's doing, assuming that you can actually kill it off, is you're kind of putting that card away for later. But yeah, yeah. But it's like then you're gonna have two copies of that card that you can't play in your hand, clocking it up, right? So did you say Mountain Giant though? Yeah, Mountain Giant is one that that would make sense, but I, that's gonna be hard. I guess it's not that hard. Because um, especially if you're getting two back into your hand, it's like yeah, man, it's making the cheaper. Actually play those yeah. out pretty quickly. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, so, I don't hate the card. I, it's just yeah. like trying to figure out where it fits in is difficult. That's that's totally fair, and I agree. Um, but I think that the effect is strong. Yeah. Like even if even if it's just investing into your future, um, it's probably worth it. I mean, I think that. Uh, and 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 the big thing for control oriented decks is having cards that can combat in the early game that still help you in your late game somehow. And I feel like this one actually does it really sneakily well. Yeah. Um, so I I like the card. It's. And until we see some big control warlock uh, changes or you know other other cards that are going to help, you probably won't see much play other than like evolves and stuff for this. Yeah, I mean um, maybe and it, maybe it, Nomi's maybe Nomi's enough, right? Like sure, yeah. Like yeah. sometimes you just need like three waves of Nomi's, and mm-hmm. like if you know you you discard that twice with this and get three waves of Nomi's, or you need to get like multiple Elysian is like, maybe that's enough. I don't know. I it's yeah. like, we haven't seen it. So it's hard to say. I feel like it's probably a four because it feels like it's going to be really strong, yeah. but I just four's, can't figure out where the use case is right now. Yeah. In arena, it's, it's probably a three. Yeah. Like you're probably, I don't know. Duplicating one of your cards can be really good, especially if it's going to help you in your mid to late game. As long as it's not a card that's stuck in your hand. Yeah. Like if it's a card that you can't get yeah. out, then it's going to be a problem. Like, if you're sure. top decking this and you get rid of like, I don't know, like a, a tip the scales or something that you end up having to draft, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get two of them back. Well, great. Now I have two of these in my hand. It didn't do anything, but sure. I, I, it probably is not going to happen that way a lot. So yeah, it's probably yeah. a three. I would say. I can go there. Sounds good. Next one here is Plague of Flames. One mana warlock spell. Destroy all your minions. For each one, destroy a random enemy minion goodness like we didn't understand Rafam's scheme and now we do because like this is just yeah. this is crazy and and you don't have even necessarily need Rafam's scheme for this to be good uh it's the activator that mechathune needs so yeah. you know it's good for that or for any that death rattle well. really like you can play eggs sure. right like you can like you're playing zoo mm-hmm. with egg, with scarab eggs and serpent eggs and like okay well yeah i'll blow up my minions and i'll get more minions and you won't like that's fine too right right, right. And actually, like I was playing, um, I was playing a flood zoo list right before Saviors un- unleashed with Scarab Eggs. And the tough thing with like playing Grim Rally is that you actually want to activate your egg and then use Grim Rally somehow because. Uh, so doing Plague of Flames with the Scarab Egg on and then being able to Grim Rally is actually not, uh, or it's, it is a big deal, I guess. Yeah. So I yeah, this this card has a lot of functionality. I think it's very good. It's very interesting, and it plays really well into warlock style of sacrificing stuff to have big effects so yeah um yeah i, I think it's probably a four yeah um i could i could be talked into a five potentially uh, no i don't but, think it's that good um, i don't think it's that good i yeah. think because i don't think it goes in every deck i think you need to have a deck yeah. that floods the board in order to really make use out of it so 
You have to have stuff on the board yeah. in order for it to So be. I think it's probably a four. But I, I think that in certain decks, it's going to be core. Yeah. Yeah. And in Arena, uh, it's tough. It's probably a three. I, I feel like it's probably... It's not as good as in Constructed, but I don't think it's quite as bad as, mm-hmm. as it looks like it could be. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. if you top deck it, it's bad. But even if you can just get, like, one minion against a big minion, then, you know, you can even at least have, like, a shot at getting rid of something that's bad. Sure. Yeah, sounds good. Um, so Evil Recruiters, a three mana three three battle cry, destroy a friendly minion to summon a five five demon. A friendly lackey. A friendly lackey. Sorry, did I? What did I say? Friendly demon. Minion. Okay. Yeah, that's import. Yeah. That's a big difference. Just, just important. That's a big like difference. The, yeah. yeah. There's a specific minion yeah. that this has to target in order for it to do something crazy. Yeah. I mean, if you're playing lackeys, if you're playing all the lackeys in your deck, getting a three three and a five five for four mana. And along with the lackey effect is really strong. The problem is that this is not this is not great if you don't have a lackey and you have a uh, unlike Battle Cry Shaman, where you can generate a pretty much infinite supply of lackeys with all of the mm-hmm. doubling doubling of the battle cries, and even then playing Shutterwalk and getting a whole bunch more of them. Like you have six to work with in Zoo, in in Warlock and. Yeah. So you have to, and and if you're not playing this with a lackey, you're pretty much just playing a three mana three three, which you don't want to do. So it could be worse, but the problem yeah. is Warlock has a one mana three two. So right, you know, yeah. As far as tempo is concerned, this isn't what you want. Like, I know I said this about Disease Vulture, but I felt very similarly with this. I mean, when this got revealed, it was like three mana of eight eight. That's insane. Right. Um, but this has also been another underwhelming card when I when I play it. Um, there were actually more times than not that I had played to con already and I've got a four, right. four and I've got this in hand and it's like, I guess I'll upgrade it to a five, five, but why am I playing this yeah. card? If, that, if that's the case, like if you have the dream and are able to coin this out on turn three with a lackey, then, then that's great. But that just doesn't happen as often as you'd like it to. So it's, it's got some potential. It's just in play. It, it doesn't do as well as you'd think it would. I, and I guess that's a matter of when you're playing it, why you're playing it, yeah. and uh, and if there are other cards that can get you to what you want to do quicker. And the answer is surprisingly yes. Yeah. I mean, this so. is like another example of, of the cards that look broken often aren't. And this card yeah. looked broken, and it isn't, right? So mm-hmm. because they've tested this within an inch of their lives, they're, they're comfortable releasing it in that broken-looking state. Yeah. So, and honestly, in my in my mind, that's exactly the kind of card they want to release. Yeah. Is is something that looks broken and that people really want to try out, but is very much uh, kept in check. So, and it feels great when you play um, it, right? Like you're getting a three three yeah, five five oh, yeah. for four mana. Like it feels great when you get that. It's insane. It's just yeah. that you know, it it takes a certain sophistication of player to recognize mm-hmm. how often that's actually happening. Yeah. So I think it's closer to threes would, than fives. Then yeah, it sounds I, like I think three is right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and probably um, in arena. I mean, again, it's a three mana three three, which in arena you, you're not thrilled about, but you'll take it. Yeah, probably a three there yep. too. Uh, yeah. Is this you or is this me? This one's mine. Okay. Yeah. Sinister deals a one mana spell. Discover a lackey. It's like the other one mana spells. It's fine. Yep. You need lackeys. It's just t- yeah. Yeah, and and lackeys are generally good. Um, we this is the first time we've been able to discover one, to my knowledge. Uh, they're they've always been random before yeah, this, I think. They right? have. So so there's, I mean, we're perfectly fine with getting a random one in basically any scenario. Yeah. So being able to discover one is pretty significant. Um, I, it still gets cut, unfortunately, because like the lackey zoo 
wants to do what Zoo does, which is play something all the time. Right. And this delays it a little bit, um, which a little bit may be just enough. So um, it's it's fine. Um, it's pro- it's pretty balanced, which means it won't see much play. Yeah, I mean, the Lackey Zoo would have to be better, and it's not, right? Like if you, yeah. It's like mm-hmm. Evil Totem. Like, Evil Totem is fine, too, but you have... Uh, you have a strong motivation to get as many lackeys as possible in the Battle Cry Shaman. And, mm-hmm. and the payoff in Warlock is not as good. So then it gets cut. Yeah. So it's probably... I mean, it's fine if you need lackeys. It's probably a three. I mean, it's like, if yeah, you need lackeys that badly, you're going to play it, but you're not going to be excited about mm-hmm. it. And in Warlock, you're in, in Arena, you're probably play it. You're probably a two. Yeah, two. Yeah, there's just not a lot to say. It's surprising yeah. to me, though, that a lackey generator is so underwhelming, but yeah. and and yet so fair at the same time. It's fire morale <laughs> doesn't that... see play either. To be fair, neither does oh, neither, true. neither that, does the priest death yeah. rattle dude. So, mm-hmm. yep, they're not all winners. It's true, um, they can't all be. No, um, Neferset Thrasher's a three mana four five. When this attacks, deal three damage to your hero. So three mana four five is uh, that's those are those are okay stats. You take that's that. a big boy, and mm-hmm. you know, in a deck that's going to play this, you're turning that disadvantage into advantage because you're taking, you're doing things like diseased vulture and and whatnot that are taking advantage of your hero, and and like nether soul buster and stuff like that that are going to take mm-hmm. advantage of your hero being damaged. So, I mean, in that deck, it's probably a four. Um, I mean, it's seen play in every zoo list right now, so that that kind of says it all. The tough thing is that this guy has to go face because, like. He's putting he's putting pressure on yourself while you're putting pressure on your opponent. And he's dealing four, you're getting dealt three. So like Yeah. I this is an this you can is value trade with this. If it's gonna save you that much damage, if you're gonna take more than three damage, you can va- you can yeah. trade something into that. Yeah. You just can't indefinitely value trade with it. I I mean it's like a it, weapon, right? Like you like like if you think yeah, about a weapon, yeah, no, right? that's a good point. Like that's you, a good point. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna be taking sometimes three or even more more damage than that, and you just do it because mm-hmm. the tempo's worth it. But weapons are really good when you go face with them, which doesn't deal you depends any depends if it's a one fi- if it's yeah. a one three that bangs two minions into each other, that's not so great to go face with. That's true. I mean, the fact that this is just so much stats in one package, like, it's going to find a place. There's no question about that. Yeah. It's just a matter of uh, can it generate enough. And I wonder if we'll see other stuff like Disease Vulture that'll give you even more value. And then, you know, if you can get yeah a couple things off that. So it's it's probably a four across the board. Yeah, I think so. All right, one class to go. And it's the class hey, we're- that we're both uh, uh, surprisingly the most familiar with. Yeah, we've played a lot of Warriors so far. Well, we so. both we both got with very different lists, gotten twelve wins in Brawl this yes, week. Yes, that's true. So, um, and I don't think either of us were running the quest. No, but we have to start there. Yeah, so we do. Go ahead. Um, so, hack the system is a one mana quest. A quest attack five times with your hero. Reward, and Refet and Refet. I don't Anrefet. know. It's I like too that. late for pronunciation. And Refet. Yeah, which is uh, two mana. Uh, summon a four three. That's not a mech. It's just a, a, mm-hmm. a vanilla minion. And after your hero attacks, refresh it. So if you are using mm-hmm. weapons, you need to use weapons in order to activate the quest. And then afterwards, attacking with weapons allows you to get an extra four three. And it's this looks like it should be better than it is. Um, the problem is that it's it, there. So you know, you and I both got twelve wins in in brawl. You did it with a full-on mm-hmm. control warrior, and I did mm-hmm. it with a full-on aggro face warrior. 
And this doesn't fit in either of those because this is too slow and too value-oriented for the aggro warrior. And in the control warrior, you're not playing this because it's taking away a card in your mulligan and then it, it, Dr. Boom is going to overwrite it or vice versa. Mm -hmm. So either way, it's bad for those reasons. So it just doesn't fit in either of the decks. Now, if Dr. Boom gets touched, we could be having a very different conversation. Because if this well, is if this is not on if this is not significantly below Doctor Boom in power level, mm -hmm. then I could see you running something like this. But right now, sure. there's no reason to do this because you, it, it's it's too slow for a deck that's, you know, going to not run Doctor Boom, and in a deck that's going to run Doctor Boom, Doctor Doctor Boom's just going to win. Yeah, I think that there's potential because yeah. this uh, this hero power being able to give you indefinite value. By doing the thing that you designed your deck to do, is is pretty strong. It's it's basically constant pressure, which that is a win condition. Yeah. Uh, if your opponent can't keep up with that, then you're in a good place. But yeah, there's there's just too much other really strong warrior stuff. I, it it goes without saying too that like even I I I can't imagine that we don't see some kind of change to Doctor Boom at some point. Yeah, I think we're gonna and, have to. But regardless, we, he will rotate out of standard for sure at one point. And at that point, I think that this, you know, this uh, this becomes a very tempting offering, even maybe in a weird way for Control Warrior, because like Control Warrior wants to be able to outlast the opponent, wants to be able to have yeah. stuff. It's a more it's a more proactive uh, Control Warrior for sure. Um, but I don't know, like if they if they had more defensive weapons, like the blade that they got the. I mean, the thing is right now, with the way that, that Dr. Boom is right now, it turns every one mm -hmm. of your minions into a removal spell. And these aren't, right? right? right. Like, these and you don't, yeah. these just sit mm -hmm. there. And, like, I played against one of these on the 12-win run, and I just ignored them and went face. And, sure, and sure. then they weren't doing anything except pressuring me back, but I just, like, fine, I'll just go face and I'll outrun you. So, mm. like, the, the difference between that and Dr. Boom is that Dr. Boom turns every one of your minions into a removal spell, and this doesn't do that. So, yeah. and, and this is making you not play Dr. Boom. So for right until that changes, this, again, we're getting back into Fungal Mancer territory where we gave Fungal Mancer <laughs> a really bad, where I gave, I don't, I'm not even gonna speak for you. I gave Fungal Mancer a very bad rating uh -huh. because it was competing directly with Bone Mare. And then as soon as Bone Mare got nerfed, it got a lot yeah. better. This could get a lot better after Dr. Boom gets nerfed, but until then it's a two. So I think we give it a three. I think that's because fair. Of that. Yeah. Yep, that's fine. <laughs> I, I do also want to see some additional weapons, but Warrior's going to get more weapons, you know. I, and I did lose to a Quest Warrior, honestly, yeah. that uh, was just able to pressure me enough, and then they they had a lot of 4-3 Golems yeah. that I didn't have answers for. So I think even right now it's not the best Warrior strategy, but it's a good Warrior strategy, and I think that in the future it could be the best, potentially. Yeah, so it could be. I mean, right now it's not, but it, it could yeah. either get more support or it could get rid of Dr. Boom. So. Yeah. Next one's my BFF, our Megadillo. Six mana, four, seven beast with taunt. And at the end of your turn, give all taunt minions in your hand plus two, plus two. Boy, have we been on a ride since we <laughs> saw this minion. Yeah. Um, because now we're living in a land where it is the baseline for Control Warrior to have this card. Uh, because if it buffs, buffs Ziliax one time, it was pretty much worth it. If it buffs two Morden one time, yeah. It was pretty much worth it. If you get this off Frightened Flunky, you've got two Armegadillos in your deck, and that's probably worth it. <laughs> like, Just the fact that the stats are perfectly fine on its own, 
Like, the minion, especially in that mid-game, fills a really good slot of being able to slow down your opponent. And I i don't think I've yet had a game, I'm sure I will have one, where I wasn't able to play this on turn six with something in my hand that could get buffed by it. Yeah. So, like, the chances of it being upside are really good. And then the fact that we've got some really strong taunt minions to um, to go alongside it, uh, yeah, it's it's just good. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I I didn't pull this, but I played against it enough, and I'm never happy when it comes down. And it doesn't sure. even matter like how many minions it hits. It's just like, oh god, like, oh. <laughs> so even just the feeling of like, when's it gonna drop? Yeah, because something is gonna happen. And not to mention the times you get two buffs off of this when yeah. your opponent can't deal with it, and you've got eight, ten, two mordens. Yeah, I. So so you've played with this. Is this a, is this a four or is it a five? I'll I'll defer to you because I haven't played with it. You know, it's funny because, like, I'm having one of those moments where I'm having to slow myself down and really think legitimately about it. It's a a five. Okay. Like, everything in my gut says it's a four, but, like, when have I ever been upset to play this? Never. And you're going to play it in Control Warrior every time, right? Like... Yeah. Yeah. If Control Warrior gets any other taunt minions, it only gets better. And honestly, like... Spoiler alert, Frightened Flunky is, like, all you need, I think. Two Morden. And two, and two, well, Morden. Two, two Morden is a really big deal, too. Yeah. yeah I, so I, I think this is a five, honestly. Okay, I'm fine with um, that. In Arena, it's it's probably no less than a four, yeah. because like I said, even taunt. just on its own, it's good. If you have any taunts in your hand, it's upside from there. And even so, if not, it's and, a 4-7 tempo- taunt. That's fine. Yeah. 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 So I'll give it a, I, I go I, with four with, with that. That's fine. Cool. All right, so and now well, we go and now we go to, to my now we go to my bananas get, card, which is right. which is Bloodstorm Mercenary three mana three three battle cry. Choose a damage friendly minion, summon a copy of it. Holy cow, is this card way better than it seems? Like the only reason that people are not complaining about this card yet is because this deck hasn't gotten out and and because Warrior is so control oriented right now. But mm-hmm. gosh, this game won me cards by itself multiple times. Like not even like the 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 obvious use case is Leroy Interage, right? That's sixteen, of course, right? Like mm-hmm. from hand for eight mana, and I did get a win, or I would have if they hadn't AFK'd and then left with um for ten mana with Bloodsworn Mercenary, Leroy, and um uh Cruel Taskmaster. Mm-hmm. So you have multiple ways in that deck with the activators to get like a big burst finish like that, but you don't even need to use it that way. Like I had a couple of games where I just won on like turn three or four with um, Temple Berserker, which is the one three. Is it one three or one two? I forget. Reborn that when it's damage gets plus two attack. So I interage uh, the, two mana one two, two mana yeah. one two. So I interage mm-hmm. that and then hit it with a Bloodsworn Mercenary, and on turn three I had two five ones and a three three. And wow. and like, what do you do? Like, what, you know, and the and the five <laughs> ones come back in three ones. Like, what do you do? I hope you have Warpath because otherwise yeah. you're not in a good place. Yeah, if you don't have Warpath, then you're you're done. Like, there's nothing you can do. And like, like even like um like uh, Restless Mummy. Like, okay, well, I'm gonna hit into something, get and or you know, interage it, and then I get to remove four minions. Right? Like, mm-hmm. there's just so many uses for it, and it. It's not just like Leroy for lethal. It's really flexible and it, it rewards being creative with the minions. I I really having a hard time giving it anything lower than a five because it, it literally yeah. straight up won me several games in that run. Yeah, this just enables games. Yeah. It enables deck archetypes. It enables so much. It, it's the fact that it's so cheap too. Yeah. Like 
at three mana, you can you can find a lot of different things to to go with. And I think the other, like you know better than I do, but the thing that's been in the back of my mind is that even if you can't quite pull off your combo, I feel like you can still get something fairly decent from yeah. it, even if you're like in a pinch or something like that. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think a five is perfectly fair in arena. Like there are even times that I think you don't mind just getting something that's yeah. been damaged because there are lots of times you're going to have something that's been damaged. I mean, it's a, it's a three, three that gives you another minion most of the time. Mm-hmm. Like it's not that hard to end up with a damaged minion. Like you don't, the stats are hard to argue with. Yeah. I think it's probably a five in arena too. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just pick it. Okay, next one here is Livewire Lance, three mana, two, two weapon. After your hero attacks, add a lackey to your hand. Uh, the lackey generation is interesting, this set. And, like, this weapon screams the quest because it's something that uh, gives you extra value. Um, you can attack more off. Actually, I don't know why it screams the quest. Here's the big thing. It I screams the quest because it's a weapon card. and it lets you attack with your hero. Be, yeah, yeah, no, you're right about that. The thing that surprised me about this card is when I've seen it played against me, uh, especially in the in the Quest Warrior decks, it's usually played alongside Upgrade or yeah. even Captain Greenskin yeah. or something like that. It gets pretty scary pretty fast yeah. because you get a lot of lackeys off of it and all it takes is one plus one plus one buff for this mini, or for this weapon to get pretty out of hand yeah yeah i play because both those are in that list like i don't it's not been amazing it's been very good i wouldn't play the list without it but i've had people like i've been talking in my discord today about this deck and i've had a bunch of people saying well i haven't i didn't pull two of these i crafted mm-hmm. two of them because i'm me and i'm also i'm trying out as many lists as i can so i'm going to be a little bit more right. liberal with crafting than most people at this for point. science right uh. Um, like I've told people like you can just play Fiery War Axle Wrench Caliber and place this, you're probably fine. Right? Yeah. Like it's not that much better. Two the two attack really does not do a whole lot, all things considered. Like you're not really removing all that much with two with two attack, which is kind of the biggest downside. You get the lackey to make mm-hmm. up for it, in but you don't really have any ways to take advantage of lackeys in Warrior at the moment. I expect in the third set we will get a way to do that, and then this will get much better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's good to just for in terms of giving you value and giving you more things to do. It's probably a four, but I wouldn't go as high as a five on it. Yeah, I yeah, I, I think that with the right stuff around it, with which upgrading green skin are evergreen, essentially. So you're always going to have something like that. If there are any other ways to buff it, then that only makes it better. So, yeah, I th- Warlock got a lot of lackey support this past or in this set. And so as I would shaman. expect yeah, uh, and Shaman. Yeah, yeah. you're right. So I, I think you're right that Warrior is probably maybe they're holding off on the most powerful stuff. Who knows? So yeah, I think I think four is fair and constructed. Yep. In arena, it's probably a three. Yeah, it's still a weapon. Um, like the it's the lackeys are good. The weapon is is okay. Yeah. A three mana two two just isn't that exciting, but the lackeys can make up for it. So I think I yeah. think you'll pick this pretty often. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, into the fray is a one mana spell. Uh, give all taunt minions in your hand plus two plus two. Uh, this is not Armageddillo. This is not even close. Um, I don't, you just don't have room for a card like this most of the time. Like if you get it off of a lackey or something, then great. But like generally like something like a smuggler's run was really never played. Um, and it was played an aggressive list. Yeah. And even then, and even then it didn't great. Even then you're still losing tempo to play it and you're losing a card slot Mm -hmm. to play it. And, and in, I mean, how many taunts are you actually running that you're going to hit this with the one time? Like the Armageddon at least comes with a body. That also mm-hmm. is a, a relevant threat in and of itself. This is just like 
one mana do nothing some part some amount of the time yeah i saw this finding a place in some like all-in taunt warrior but that's just not what makes sense and, no. and your example with paladin uh is is right on the money so i think i think it's probably a one yeah honestly. and and in arena it's probably a zero i don't think you ever draft yeah those. don't do it it's a it's not even a trap it's not even trying really <laughs> so uh plague of wrath is the five mana plague for a warrior it reads destroy all damaged minions this is um uh beneath the fins um oh uh, sleep with the fishes sleep with the fishes this is sleep with the fishes on crack um and I th- I haven't gotten to play with this card much there's there's been a lot of control warrior lists that are doing one of uh this in there because Brawl is probably still better. Um, I feel like there's... Well, and Warpath is just insanely good still. Yeah. Uh, so this this fits Warrior uh, flavor-wise, but it's just not as good as the other things. So I think it's the first to get cut. The, um, the Brawlicium list that I used didn't have this in it, and I didn't really miss it uh, because the truth is, like, if you run those really strong taunt minions, you don't have to worry about clearing the board very often. Yeah, I mean, I guess... There are times that Brawl will fail you, um, yeah. and this will de- definitely de- destroy the ones that you want to, da- that you want to destroy. Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I haven't played enough Control Warrior to really say, so I'll defer to you on this. I- it seems like when I've had it played against it's me, I was good. unhappy with it, with, with the result yeah. as the opponent, yeah. which is kind of the intended effect. So Yeah, it's still good. It's just that there's other options that are going to be there, and... I like like the the first thing you think about with this is playing it with Warpath, you right? Know? And it's like, why we, don't do that, you know? So or Dynomatic. Um, I mean, Dynomatic is still a card. Oh, Dynomatic's a big one too. Yeah, no, that's true. So I, it's probably a four. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I just don't want it most of the yeah. time. I'm just I, I'm not big on it right now. I mean, so maybe you, it'll you change. Do, you do get to the point sometimes where you need more than two brawls, and then mm-hmm. you'll then you yeah, have an true. option, right? So yeah. And in arena, it's probably a four. Yeah, also, I would say so. Um, for all the same reasons, yep. pretty much. Um, <laughs> so. so tomb Ra- tomb warden is an eight mana three six taunt mech. Uh, Battle cry summon a copy of this minion. So generally, you will have this by the time you get around to playing Armigadillo, and then it becomes two mm-hmm. uh, five eights, which are mm-hmm. really obnoxious. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's just even if the even if you don't hit them, even just two three sixes is a gigantic pain to get rid of. Oh, yeah. And then you're going to get these off of Dr. Boom sometimes. You'll get these off of Mega Assembly sometimes. Yeah, there's a reason Control Warrior is is kind of... Everybody's complaining about it right now. And this is a big if part this of weren't a, if If this weren't a mech, it would still be really yeah, good. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. But just the upside that you can magnetize on top of it with your with what you get off of Mega Assembly that or whatever... That they'll rush with Dr. Insane. Boom out? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and like... Uh, 3-6 is a Fen Creeper with Taunt. So you're getting two of them for eight. That's fine. Like, the the downside is that when you're playing later in the game, you uh, they're not quite as impactful on their own. They're, they're still so a good. wall. It's, you're still this, building a wall and make your opponent pay yeah. for it. <laughs> it's an easy five yeah, in my book. I think so. Um, really in both. Yeah, I, I think, think it's so. fine in Arena even on its own. Yeah, I think so. I, I think it's easily one of the strongest cards in the set. Yeah. Um. So, oh, that's this next one is you actually. So. Yeah. Next one's Restless Mummy, four mana, three two with Rush and Reborn. So this was the first Reborn minion we saw, and probably the best. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, 
it's probably up there with like um Cartoot Defender maybe. Or Bone, yeah, or Bone I, Wraith. I, it's it oh, might be it might be yeah, close with Bone Wraith, but yeah. Both of those are really strong. Um this this is the most proactive one that we have for sure. And honestly, like I think I think in my Brawl scene, I was definitely playing two of these. I think I wasn't even playing Militia Commander, so it's just yeah. like this just replaced it because it's better, I think. Um I, I was just never upset about it. It seemed like I was able to do too much too quickly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is removal that is just that is really efficient and really strong. Yeah, I think the aggro list runs two of these in one militia commander because okay. Um, I don't even know if we're running Zilliax in that list. I think Zilliax is actually too Ooh. slow for that list to be to be sure. Yeah, honest. that makes sense. Um. So, but this is really good, just because it's it's removing two minions. It's it's two three attack minions if you. You kill yep. off the first one, you get to do another attack right away because the other one has rush. Mm-hmm. So right. and and you know again when it's damaged, you can do things like copy it. You can you can um, you know you can give it uh, inner rage and then have the first one do more damage. Like there's a lot of things you can do with it. It's really flexible. It's really strong. I think it's what it's going to come down to in terms of uh, this versus militia commander is like what are mm-hmm. you attacking into? Is it going to be more more important to have one? big attack or is it going to be more important to have two smaller attacks and that's really going to depend right. which ones you're using but i think mm-hmm. it's it's at least as good as militia commander if not better i, I in the yeah. in the world where evil miscreant was still a one five minion you'd rather play militia commander right because because this, this won't kill it, off. To it right yeah um but yeah i think it's fives across yeah. the board i mean even now even now it. evil miscreant it doesn't kill it right right yeah even mm-hmm. as a one four so, like it's still it still just kind of sits there so but yeah. yeah, I think it's fives across the board. I think it's it's really, really good. Cool. And Armored Goon here is the last one. Yep. Didn't I just do Restless Mind? And it's you. Oh. No, I did Oh, okay, Mind. sorry. Um, it was so good, you didn't even remember. I know. Armored right. Goon is a six mana, six, seven. <laughs> Whenever your hero attacks, gain five armor. Um, Sure. It's Boulder Fist Ogre. Most of the time, it's going to be Boulder Fist Ogre. If you happen to be playing enough weapons for it to matter, then maybe you can get some armor and then it's Boulder Fist Ogre and we don't play Boulder Fist Ogre. So, (laughs) yeah, it's tough because like that quest warrior deck would want something like this, except the gaining five armor isn't really what you want. I I mean, I guess you probably do because you're probably banging your face into stuff a lot, but yeah. Yeah, so it, it does give you survivability, and especially if you've replaced your hero power and you don't have access to armor, I guess there's some upside but there. But it's so but slow, right? Like, it's a 6 it's clunky, 6 seven. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, that's way slower than you need to be going in that deck. So, I, I mm-hmm. yeah, it just doesn't fit. I I think threes are probably fair because like I think it's a two for I think it's there. a two for constructed. I think you're gonna have a hard time two, just two finding. Constructed is fine. Yeah. I don't think I think mm-hmm. you're just gonna have a hard time finding room for it in a deck. I think in arena it's yeah. probably it's like in arena you'll take Boulder Fist Ogre and you'll be unhappy about it, but you'll take uh, it. Yeah. Um. And this yeah. is a Boulder Fist Ogre with a little bit of upside. Um, Potentially. <laughs> you know, in 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 constructed though, I think it's a two. Yeah. Right. That's fair. Okay, on to the neutral legendaries, or at least the ones that we haven't uh, talked about yet. So let's start off with Siamat, a 7-mana 6-6 elemental battle cry. Gain 2 of Rush, Taunt, Divine Shield, or Wind Fury. That is your choice. Uh, This was one of the Goldens that I got from uh, pre-orders, and I haven't played it yet. (laughs) So it's fantastic. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I wasn't excited about it before, and I'm still not that excited. It's a fine card. 
I just, like, there's nothing about this that's like, yes, I really want this in my deck, necessarily. It's a Highlander card, is is basically where I've seen it played. It's, mm-hmm. when you have to fill 30 individual slots, it's making its way in. Um, like, it's in a lot of the Highlander mages that I'm seeing right now. Um, yeah. Which I know, because I don't have it, and I don't want to craft it. Um, so it's It seems like 90% of the time you're choosing Rush and Divine Shield. Yeah, or sometimes uh-huh. you're choosing Rush and Wind Fury, depending on what the, what the, um, yes. the board state is. Um, or Wind Fury and Divine Shield. Yeah, and, I mean, me, like calling your opponent out on not having removal, essentially. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're playing on an empty board, you could pull, you could pick Divine Shield and Taunt. I, you know, I don't know. It's I, I haven't played with it, so I don't know. It seems like it's fine. Um, it doesn't seem like it's particularly exciting, and it doesn't seem like it's something you're going to go out of your way to include. But if you have extra room in your deck, you probably just put it in there. So that's probably like the definition probably... of a three, isn't it? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Like, I for the Highlander construction, I definitely see how like you you probably go quickly to this just because it's going to be an, an, right. an additional removal since you don't get two ofs of stuff. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, in, in an arena, it it's maybe probably it's a four, four in arena. arena. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're like, this is one of the more proactive legendaries that you can have, which is a good thing. Yeah, there aren't too many of those, so. All right. Oh, good. I get to do this Here one. Here we go, Fantastic. Steve. Here we go. Zephyrs the Great <laughs> is a two-mana 3-2 battle cry. If your deck has no duplicates, wish for the perfect card. So there's... I don't think we need to talk about how this card comes together. There's been a lot of discussion about it, about Hopefully like all the logic that's going in. And, and, and basically, it's deterministic. It's not machine learning. It's that all the cards are kind of given categories, and then... It will look at the board state and and not the entire board state. Apparently, it looks like if your opponent has a weapon but doesn't look at the text on the weapon. So, like, it will... I Because I was noticing this... To, you could just go to Twitter and just follow the pros and you'll see all the different complaints about why it does things. Because yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I noticed... One of the things that I noticed was that they said that it wasn't giving you, like, acidic swamp ooze when your opponent has a super collider because it just looks at it as a one-attack weapon and doesn't think it's a threat, Right. Well, and and this is especially hard for pros because they know right. what the perfect card is because they're better at <laughs> analyzing right. those things than this card is. Um, but you know, it, it's interesting. It will only choose out of classic or basic cards, so you've got that limited pool, and it'll use whatever mana you have remaining to try and give you an option you can play this turn. If you don't have mana, it'll just default to the next turn. Yeah. So that, that's like the Reader's Digest version, I guess. But it's just it's. It's really tough to be able to know for sure, especially with as little as we know right now about how the card works, to know exactly what you're getting. I mean, yeah. the big question, and I'll I'll give you the softball pitch with this one, Steve, is is does this make building a Highlander deck worth it? Because yeah. you've got the league cards, uh, and on their own, they can't be enough. But if there's a neutral like this that does the same thing, like potentially if it's good enough... It can make sense for these Highlander decks, but if it's not... Right. So, so like, where, where are you landing? I, I, I even crafted it, right? Because I felt like I needed to do science with the deck, with the card. Mm-hmm. And and I felt like I needed to try it for myself before I really came down hard on it. And Because uh, my feeling from the very beginning is that this is a trap card. That, in general, you are going to be better off just putting two ofs in your deck. And that this... what So, what this is doing, right, is, like, this is, like, the coin for Highlander decks. So, like, the reason that you get the coin in 
as the second player is to offset whatever the downside is of going second, right? Like you don't have initiative. Uh You don't get to make the first move. You're you're always kind of responding. It gives you one turn where it says, okay, for this turn, I'm going to get to flip the tables and I'm going to get to get an advantage that my opponent doesn't have. And that's supposed to make up for whatever that disadvantage is of start of playing second. This is the same thing, except it's saying, well, this is going to give you one turn where you're going to not be a Highlander deck and you're going to get the perfect card that you probably would have gotten anyway if you were just putting two ups in your deck, right? (laughs) Like the whole reason that we put two copies in a deck is to make sure that you're drawing the cards that you need when you need them because it reduces the probability greatly of of not having that card when you need it, right? So this is saying uh, you're going to not have the card when you need it a lot of the time, but for one one turn, you're going to have exactly what you need and not have to worry about it. Does that cover out, does that make up for the rest of the turns where you're not drawing what you need? Does it make, does it, make it better that you're drawing Messenger Raven instead of a second Conjurer's Calling? Or mm-hmm. Power of Creation instead of a second Mo- Mountain Giant? I don't think it does. I think that the reason that Highlander Mage is so powerful right now is because you basically can just put 30 Mage cards in a deck and win games, <laughs> right? They're good enough. Right? So, yeah. and, you know, and, and I'm, you know, I know we're not addressing chat mostly, but I want to make sure to address this because BR in Milwaukee has a point that your deck, if your deck becomes Highlander during the game, it can be nice. Well, yes. Right. But, um, I mean, even if you're playing Myra's Unstable Element, I don't think it's worth it. Like, because this is just a completely dead card until you've drawn, like we've done this with Reno, right? Like we used to, we tried when Reno was first introduced many moons ago, like we tried like, okay, well, what if I just run like four duplicates? Cause I really, really want two copies of this card. And very often mm-hmm. it was a disaster. Cause you would never draw those cards. There would always be a case where, where one of those pairs of cards would be at the bottom of your deck. Right. And it's going to happen some like 30% of the time or something like that. So, I mean, I don't, like I don't like the idea of running Zephyrs uh, in a in just if you're gonna draw your your deck naturally because just sometimes it's just gonna be completely dead. Uh, even with Myra's, I you still have to draw Myra's first and then it's it's not good. So I, I is the card a good card? Yes. In in a vacuum, yes. Is it going to win games? Absolutely. It will look for lethal. So if you have lethal within one card, it will give it to you. And so you know if you are in Bloodlust range or in Pyroblast range, it will give you those cards and you will win the game. Would you have just gotten there better, more more consistently by just putting two ofs in your deck? I think so. But, you know, obviously the Highlander decks are are winning right now. So I, I don't know. What I don't know is if what's, what's hard to say is, are these Highlander decks better than just running Cyclone Mage? Which, because more people are playing the new stuff because it's fancy, right? And I think what mm-hmm. we'll see is, we'll probably see that as we get the Soul Qualifier or the, the Bucharest Qualifier data coming back and see how many people sure. are playing Highlander decks and seeing how well they're actually performing in that kind of a context. When it, when, or even when, at the Soul Masters Tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what yeah. they choose. If, if they're going to go with the Highlander or if they're just going to go with what's proven. I mean... The, the only other thing I'll throw in there is that I did play a lot of Murloc Paladin. Oh, yeah, yeah. In that I deck, climbed, it's good. Yeah. I, I climbed from five to four with that, yeah. and it was because it like you just tutor and draw your deck completely, and then you play this at the very end if you need a, an extra fireball or something. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, I think um, that's the one so, caveat. Like, if your deck is literally going to draw itself, 
in the mm-hmm. first like 10 turns and you're pretty much expecting to be able to play that for specifically to get you lethal at the end of a game mm-hmm. game plan like that it's probably okay like in the murloc yeah. paladin it works i think there's an aggro rogue list right now that's also well yeah that runs myra's yeah so yeah yeah so i i, I want to push for a four just because i think yeah, there is a place i think, I think that's um, fine i mean it's in the deck that wants it it's good i i don't think i have a problem with the card i have a problem with the deck that you have to build around the card sure 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 i can understand that and in arena it's going to be the same thing that we did with all the rest of the highlander cards if you get it early and you can draft around it it's fantastic if it if you get it late in the draft you drafted a bunch of duplicates it's going to be undraftable so So i mean it's not it's not completely undraftable because it's still a two mana three two maybe you draft it anyway Mm -hmm. so maybe that's maybe it is a four because maybe you can just draft it at worst worst case it's a it's a blood fen raptor and mm-hmm. maybe which is a good card in arena and and yeah which is a fine which is an okay card in arena and mm-hmm. then you know it's gonna have up to- upside sometimes depending on when you draw it so maybe it is a four yeah i think i that's I, if you talked yourself up to yeah that, i'm not gonna talk you down so yeah that's... and i hate the card so you know it's yeah <laughs> okay um oh and we, and we did mean to mention that there was a hot fix because oh, yeah. specifically doomsayer wasn't being picked up with with zephyrus and that that's that was a really big deal I'm kind of wondering if we're going to see more of these hotfixes, especially for the next couple of weeks, because like um, I, they said with this hotfix, they don't want to um, they don't want to train Zephyrus on many specific interactions, which I th- which is smart. But I'm wondering if it's just going to counteract what the card should be for professional play. Yeah. Um, well, like the do- like I, the I like know. the super collider example, right? Like. That's right, right. that's a thing where exactly. it needs to give you weapon removal for that. That is the yes, that is the thing yes. you are trying to remove. Mm-hmm. And if it's going to look yeah. at it just like as a one five weapon, and that's that's the other thing that's kind of weird about this is that it's like it's looking at the board state, but it's not looking at any of the card text. Mm-hmm. And so, how often is it going to give you exactly what you need? I mean, if it's lethal, it's lethal, right? right? So yeah. maybe you don't care, but it'll be interesting to see how it develops for sure. Yeah. Um, the next card is Octasari. I was hoping to have more opinions on this card than I unfortunately do because I've been playing with too much other stuff. Yeah. But it's an 8-mana eight 8-8 eight, eight beast with Death Rattle draw 8 cards. Um, some people have been playing this with... Uh, I, I was glad that there was at least mixed reviews on this card because at first yeah. I think a lot of people were just saying it was trash. I thought drawing 8 cards for an aggressive deck is really, really good. And I know it's doing it really slowly, but that's probably fair, and if it works out, it it could just give you a. I mean, giving you a full hand is pretty insane. So, I feel like it's a fairly balanced card. Um, I don't know where really. I think the one list I saw high legend was like a priest. Yeah, that um, was no hands gamer. I think. A, yeah, that's right. Yeah, who was playing it? I, I mean, but even there, I think that they're just throwing it in because they want to prove that it's good. It's yeah. not because it actually is good. You know. Yeah, I mean, I got this in golden, and. Yeah, of course you did. Yeah, of course I did. Because, you know, that's that's what's going to happen, right? It's very pretty. I played it yeah. once. It wasn't... It, I, I burned half the cards that I drew. And I don't know. I, I There's probably a use case for this. Like, maybe you do put it in, like, a you know, a deck that's just going to run out of stuff. And then you, you generally want to draw eight cards. Or like Anka the Buried? Yeah, maybe. I... I I don't know. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time thinking about it. It's <laughs> we should. I, I I'd want to give it a two. Yeah, like, I, think, I, I think I've been I unimpressed think with it. I, I've tried to play it because it's in golden and it's pretty, and I've been very yeah. unimpressed with it. So I think it's probably a two, and it's probably it's a three in arena because it's going to be an eight mana yeah. eight eight. By the time yeah. that you get to play it, 
you'd probably be happy to draw the eight cards. You're probably in top deck mode anyway. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't think you generally want to be playing an eight mana eight eight that doesn't affect the board if you can help it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Blatant Decoy is a six mana five five death rattle. Each player summons the lowest cost minion from their hand. So I actually have seen this in a big shaman list, which mm -hmm. kind of makes sense, right? Because like that's where it makes sense. Yeah. You know, like if you all your minions are huge, and this is the smallest one, then okay, then it's like another another Eureka or like an Ancestor's mm -hmm. Call. An Ancestor's mm -hmm. Call is played in wild in big shaman. Um, sure. I think that's a pretty narrow use case because Big Shaman is not very good right now. Um, mm -hmm. so it's probably a two, but it has uses. Yeah. Yeah. Like just because a card can be used, the question then becomes, should it be used? And like, it's a downside that you're summoning something for your opponent, yeah. uh, especially in that mid game. They may only have one minion in their hand, and it might be a mountain giant or something. Yeah, and, like that, and you know? it's not like you can control when it goes off, right? Like your opponent exactly, can play around right. it, or I, or at least like like I mean, I've had like Death Lords played against me in Wild when I was playing like Aviana Combo Druid, right? And like mm -hmm. I just ignored them, <laughs> you know. It's like, and this sure. you can ignore even more easily <laughs> because it's yeah, it's yeah. doing five damage to you, but it's also it doesn't have taunt, right? So yeah, yeah, it's it's probably a two in constructed and probably a. It's probably a two in arena, honestly. Yeah, I think so. That is right. Um, next one here is Body Wrapper, four mana, four, four. Uh, battle Cry, discover a friendly minion that died this game. Shuffle it into your deck. This is one of those cards that really doesn't feel like it does anything, but I feel like there's some way to take advantage of this. And it, it's not now, for sure, but like that this effect potentially could be strong down the line i i will expect this to see as much as long as we have a specialist i will not be surprised to see this in a specialist sideboard for control warrior to get a to get a chance at getting elisiana and getting a second oh because you just play it after holy cow jeez i didn't think about that yeah but you're right this is this is the new uh well I don't know that you I don't. I mean, it's 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 a long shot at that point, right? It it is. That's the thing. You've had a lot of minions die the game, so you have to get pretty lucky in order for that to work. But I mean, so it's a better plan play. than like holding on to the coin all game for for a panda, right? So it's like, sure. you know, and and I like in a quest warlock where you're just trying to get like more things and more you know specific things into your deck. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. that, I I'm surprised I haven't seen this more in that use case. Honestly, like even like. You know, I, I don't like anything that's like a resurrect creature. You're not going to play this because you don't want a four four in your in your res pool. But if, like, there's mm -hmm. any like significant battle cry minion or any any minion that is, or, you know, has some sort of a powerful effect that you want to get multiple times. I could see using this. I mm -hmm. think that it, it might be something like, uh, well, even big shaman. You don't want this. I don't know. It's it's weird because like the decks where you want this. You don't want something like this polluting the pool, <laughs> you know. So it's right. like it's kind of psychopompish. It's, it's weird, but I think I think somebody will figure. I think we just haven't had time to figure out how to use this yet. But I think that this will this will get there. It's probably a three. I think so. Um, yeah, at best in arena, it's probably a two. It's a three. It's a four mana four four. It's probably a three, but you know. Yeah, yeah, and I guess it potentially gives you some late game or something yeah. like that. So okay. Yep. Um, history buff is a three mana three four. Whenever you. Um, whenever you play a minion, give a random minion in your hand plus one plus one. Um, I've seen this in Zoo. It seems okay. Um, you know, I mean, 
hand buffing is not amazing, but if you're or or like in a, like a quest a quest hunter or something like that, where you're just playing a lot of minions out from hand, like if you have a, mm-hmm. like something like a Halazi could could get kind of ridiculous with this. Oh wow! Oh my gosh! I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's scary. That's why you keep me around because I think of all these stupid like that's ridiculous right. <laughs> interactions. Um, yeah, but you know, I've I've seen I've seen it more in arena. Um, in mm-hmm. arena, it's pretty strong because you just have like a lot of those like dinky little minions, and then you get to make them a little bit sure. better. Um, yeah. it, it's a fine. It's probably threes across the board. It's fine. It's not fantastic, but it's it's not bad. It's the fact that it's asking you to do something that you want to do, which is play minions. Yep. You know, so it makes sense that it'd be in those zoo lists. I, I haven't gotten to mess around with it yet, but I think threes are pre- pretty fair. It's probably not the ideal broken card that you want, but sometimes you get enough upside that it makes sense, and yeah, and it's a good choice. Next one here is Volpera Scoundrel, three mana, two three. Battle cry: Discover a spell or pick a mystery choice. And you know what that mystery choice could be? A, a, it could even be a spell. It's a. It's. I'm just thinking of like. Do you ever watch Let's Make a Deal as a kid? Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. like you know, they let's. Well, would you like the? What are these choices? Or what's behind curtain number three? And it's always like a donkey That's in a exactly bathtub. What it is. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it could be so like this is the only discover where you'll actually have four options so you'll see three spells and they could be spells from any class and then the fourth option on that discover menu is mystery choice and it will give you a random spell uh, i don't know actually if it if it uh excludes the ones that you saw or not um, i don't think i've ever gotten one of the ones that i've seen from from i crafted one of okay. these by the way did you really? Yeah. Okay, so you've probably played more of it than I have, but uh, but it is seeing a lot of play, like yeah. in um, in Quest Rogue and in Battlecry Shaman, yep. even. Yeah. Um, I the, the the downside of stats really aren't that bad, especially I, like that fourth option really is just a reroll. It, it's basically like, like these that, all suck. Give me anything else, it, which is great. Yeah. Like the fact that you just have that as an option. Like there are times where you you discover and you're like, I really don't want any of these, and so that mystery choice. It's better, hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so. or at least it's like not one of the other ones. So yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's good. It's it's good in Battle Cry Shaman is where I've played it the most, and it, it it you know it gives you stuff. I've gotten earthquakes off of it that have been relevant. You know, so I mean, discovering a spell is generally pretty powerful because I mean we've seen that from Ethereal Lackey, right? Like, oh gosh, Ethereal. You know, I mean, like, would you just put an Ethereal Lackey in your deck? I would. Mm-hmm. I'd pay three mana yeah. for that. You're paying three mana for it anyway if you're getting it off an evil cable rat. Mm-hmm. Or or even like a sludge slurper you're paying three mana for it because you're paying that two mana over two turns for the sludge slurper. And then you're paying the one right. mana for the for the ethereal lackey. And the stats mm-hmm. are fine too. So from that perspective, like if you could pay... I think it's a four. Yeah, I think it's a four too. And in both in both formats, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In arena, it can, yeah. it can be just as good. Yeah. Um, oh boy. Generous mummy. Three mana, three, four... Uh, oh, you have Dwarven Archaeologist. Yeah, I think we may have missed one. Did we miss one? Okay, yeah, it might be the the spreadsheet messing up again. Okay, so Dwarven Archaeologist is a 2 mana 2, 3. After you discovered a card, reduce its cost by one. Um, sure. (laughs) I, I, like, are you really putting that many discovers in your deck to be able to get enough value out of putting this card in your deck? I, I don't think you are. Discover Mage. Oh, gosh. That's not a thing. No, it's not. I, yeah, I, I don't th- I don't think this card is ever going to see play, honestly. I mean, in Arena, it's, it will, because it's a 2-mana two 2-3. Two, sure. So it's probably a 3 in Arena. It's probably like a 1 in Constructed. Like, you would need to you would need to have a lot of Discover effects. And, like, mm-hmm. even, like, Burgle Rogue has a fair amount. 
and it's not seen play there. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay, next one here is Generous Mummy, the one that you were getting so excited about. <laughs> Three mana, five, four with Reborn. Your opponent's cards cost one less. Now, you know why this card is no less than a four in Constructed? Oh, boy. I I feel like because a dad joke's coming on. No, no. It, actually, it's it's more of a actual thing, which is Treachery Warlock in Wild, which runs this card so that you give it to your opponent and you enable Mogu Cultist oh my God. as a combo. I, I, I saw Saucy Mailman play it. I saw Rod Johnston play it. And it's it's like a real thing. So it's like 10. Um, so it's 10. Okay, so let's slow down a little bit. So Treachery, <laughs> so treachery is a three-mana spell that gives... Right. That gives a uh, that gives an um, a minion to your opponent, yes. And then yes. you play, so you play this, then you play that, and then so you give this to your opponent. Now all your cards cost one less. Presumably, there's been an emperor tick around here somewhere, and then you play, yeah, and think, then you play Glinda, and then you. Well, no, I you can't play Glinda in Mogu. But if you play Glinda, how are you killing off the Glinda to fill up to fill the seventh slot? Well, there are tons of ways you can you can do that with Grim Rally. You can do it with. Um, but then you don't. But you need uh, both. You need Dark Pact. I think Dark Pact is what they're doing. Does the with. does the sec does the Echo copy stay in your hand after Glinda dies? It does, or you use your second. copy. Okay, because that's the either, one part that I was I, I was actually thinking that the the Echo version would go away as soon as Glinda died. I I think that. I think that that's what we thought beforehand, but I mean, this the second copy does negate that at least. Okay, so, um, it, it's kind of an offshoot, like and can't really happen. And I'm giving way too much airtime to it, but it's because it's the only way that this card will ever get played. Yeah. It's it's zeros across the board, yeah. honestly. Like, just don't ever, 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 ever play it if you get it off a random reborn. Of and be you know. be careful when you're evolving stuff into three drops, basically. Oh my gosh, yeah. I, I I think that I did have an opponent evolve into this for me, and it was I, it was. Good. I mean, I guess Silence Priest is a thing, but it feels like Silence Priest is going to want more value than five four for there three. Are better ways, yeah, yeah. There are better ways to do it than this. So, yeah. Um. Okay. So. Um, see now I'm waiting for it to show up on the stream because now I don't trust I don't trust my spreadsheet anymore. Um, I think I think the rest of these are right. okay. Um, Sunstruck hench- henchman is a four mana six five. At the start of your turn, this has a fifty percent chance to fall asleep, which is basically the same as when you first summon the minion. I, again, maybe Silence Priest can use this. I, Silence Priest is in a deck right now. Um, There's better stuff in this. Yeah, too. you can get better stats in this. So I think it's I think it's a one, and it's like. Yeah. It's probably a, like a two in arena, just because the stats are good enough. You might take the chance on it, yeah. but like yeah. it doesn't have taunt. If it, if it falls asleep, it's basically just sitting there. So I mean, but in a silence priest, you'll run sun fury protector, and so if you get yeah. a taunt, then that's fine. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I'm I'm with you that it's a one and a two for sure. Next one is a really cool card. Like this might be my vote for coolest card of the set. Conjured Mirage is a four mana three ten with taunt. Boy, are those some stats. The effect here, though, is at the start of your turn, shuffle this minion into your deck. So I really see this as like a soft, neutral ice block where it's able to just halt the game. If your opponent can't get through this, it's going back into your deck so you can use it later. You won't be able to attack with this, so really it's just a matter of putting 10 health on the board and forcing your opponent to deal with it either inefficiently or with some removal card that you are happy about because you wanted to you know you you have some other minion that really needs to be protected so 
I think this is just a really strong card overall. Yeah, I mean, I, I've only seen it once. I saw it in a Quest Warlock, which I think is the right place for it. Oh, interesting. And because you're going to be drawing through oh, your deck. Oh, get this off of Dorian? You could get it get off. This you, with Dorian and Plot Twist? You could get And then it shuffles back yeah, in? Yeah, or, oh, or, um, well, I guess with, I guess with, though. uh, with Betrug, it dies at the end of the turn, so that doesn't help you. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, what this does in that deck specifically is that kind of puts you in the position where you need to, or, I mean, it's not even that deck specifically. It's any sort of a, of a slow deck. You're going to start getting, running into this more and more, and you have to kind of kill it eventually. Because if you mm -hmm. don't, then what your opponent gets to do is, as they keep drawing through their deck, more and more they're going to keep putting this thing out there and they're just making you deal with it over and over again or freezing you out. And then you you have to just kind of waste the minions to trade through it. Like normally you mm -hmm. would try to find like wait for removal. You can't necessarily do that with this. Um, yeah. There's not really any way to abuse it aside from silencing it, I guess. But and and again in a silence priest like this is this is more what a silence priest so would mixed. want because yeah. this yeah. because the health is so big that you can hit it with interfire. Mm -hmm. Um, it reminds me of the piranha from uh, Journey to Angora. Yeah, the the uh, yeah the the plant. Yeah, it's too late. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know, I I think this has potential. I think we just haven't figured out how to use it yet. I think it's it's probably stronger than it seems, honestly, and it's yeah. probably a four. Yeah, I think that's fair. And In arena, it's probably it's probably a two. I don't know. Like you're yeah. gonna get you're gonna get one turn out of it at, on average. I would say maybe two. It, it can slow down your opponent, yeah. but yeah, I think it too. It's, it's it is like a it's like a frost nova basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cartoon defenders is six mana, three four taunt reborn, death rattle restore three health to your hero. This is seeing a fair amount of play, especially in quest quest paladin, but also in other decks because mm -hmm. it heals you for three twice, and then if you can revive it, even better. I I mean I don't think there's a lot, a lot to say about this. This is fours across the board i would say it's not it's it's a little bit expensive but it's worth it yeah um i i, I have played a lot of that paladin deck and you just make another one of these yep. and if you're way behind it allows you to get a lot of health and maybe get back on board um it's actually and now that i think about it maybe i don't play it quite as much but you said fours across yeah. the board I, I think that's probably right. Yeah, I don't think it's I, a five because it is expensive and sometimes no, a little no, bit no, awkward. No, yeah, I, I and I think that actually the times where that paladin deck has really taken off is when I've got a lot of really cheap minions. I mean, I I way undervalued micro mummy. Like when I have a board of four of those with taunt and life steal. Well, yeah, then yeah, I'm, that's I, I'm, I'm doing some stuff. Yeah, I'm yes, stuff yes, having four so. Zilliaxes, Yes, that's that's good. <laughs> that's exactly what it, it is. It has though. nothing to do with so. the. I mean, the the fact that you're giving Zilliax reborn is valuable. <laughs> yes, but it's not. You don't yeah, have four micro mummies. You have four Zilliaxes that happen yes. to have been given <laughs> reborn. Yep. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, I think I think fours across the yeah. board is, is perfectly fine here. Next one here is Wrapped Golem. Seven mana, seven, five with Reborn. At the end of your turn, summon a 1-1 one, one Scarab with Taunt. Uh, I had pretty low thoughts about this. I, you've seen it more than I have, so I'll defer I mean, it was obnoxious when I played against that one game, but if I had, you know, it's it, it's annoying because you have to kill it twice, and the, mm -hmm. the taunts get in the way. If you have any sort of hard removal or a silence then it doesn't matter and and it's not it's just that the one one gets in the way of it but 
I think it's so slow. Like there's there's better ways. I mean, the other thing is that even in that deck, like you need the space on the board and the one one start taking up room, right? Oh sure. So yeah. it's mm-hmm. like you don't necessarily even want those on the board, you know, beyond a certain point. Um, and and it's just it's very slow in arena. Yeah. This is a, this is obnoxious, and mm-hmm. I think that it's a very good card in arena because it can stick, and because your opponent's very unlikely to have the hard removal at that late point in the game. So right, two and a four. Yeah, I, that's exactly what I was going to say. Okay, nice. Um, so quicksand elemental is a two mana three two elemental. Uh, Battlecry give all enemy minions minus two attack this turn. Um, my feelings on pine size potion are not a secret. <laughs> that is one of my all-time favorite cards for priests in general. Um, and now we have this as a neutral ability. You don't really have the the cards to take advantage of it in standard right now. It's really just Shadowward Pain and um, and Cabal Shadow Priest. But, mm-hmm. you know, we if we do get... I mean, I guess you can use, like... Um, uh, crazed alchemist or whatever to, to flip it if we do get something else like a void ripper or a um you know or anything else that can that can take advantage of or like a potion of madness something like that i guess shadow madness works with this too um yeah and, 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 i kind of want to play i kind of want to build that now um <laughs> i'm surprised you i'm surprised i haven't either i forgot just, about this because i got so you. i got so distracted with everything else um that's totally but i think that i think this could this is a piece that is not flashy on its own but it enables a lot of um a lot of archetypes or or a lot of other cards to be useful in in a way that is not available otherwise so i think this is a four i don't think we really have a lot of super super great support for it oh yeah masi bodicus Mm -hmm. in the chat is pointing out masi horror is another one that that is also oh yeah Mm -hmm. um that's also reasonable um so i don't think we have a ton of support for it right now but i i think we have enough that it's useful and i think if we get more then this will become way better it's nice to have this tool available again yeah i think in arena it's it it can be really strong too because you're just making more efficient trades there even if you don't have all the synergies and stuff and is it two minute three two it's perfectly fine so i think it's four there too and, and i mean yeah and and i mean like even sometimes just depowering the board to get value trades is good enough mm-hmm. um like yeah. i was playing that mechathune warlock and i was surprised how much work curse of um curse of weakness was doing like i mean granted mm. that's an echo you're doing it multiple times but like i was surprised like i was able to like play that three or four times and it was basically like a timeout for warlock um just mm. because the other the, you know they couldn't do anything and i could either play a doomsayer or just like okay your turn just to get through those last couple turns so this you know this is only once but even then sometimes that's enough to just you know enable a couple of value trades and get rid of some minions you wouldn't otherwise but you need to have other support in your deck for it yeah cool uh next one here is living monument 10 mana 10 10 with taunt i got this off a frightened flunky once and it was fine That's my review. I mean, you're not putting it in your deck, but you'll take it off of a no. random a random effect sometimes, which is, you know, that's a two, right? Like, that's... Yeah. You know, you're not, you don't want to be going out of your way to put a 10-mana 10 10-10 taunt into your deck. I don't even think Big Shaman wants this. No, um, no. it's it's It just doesn't have the upside of stuff like Colossus of the Moon yeah. or anything. Like, the taunt is fine, and I, I wasn't too upset to see it off the flunky, but, um, yeah, it's, it's a two and a three for sure. Yeah. I don't think we need to say much more. Yep. <laughs> Um, pit cross pit 
Crocolisk is first of all difficult to say. <laughs> it's accurate. <laughs> it is an eight mana five six um battle it is a beast, battle cry deal five damage. Um we had a card so we, we had different opinions of what this card was equivalent to. I forget what yours was. Mine was North Sea Kraken, which was like the uh, the quintessential mm -hmm. arena common. Um, cause it was like, it was for, it was an auto pick in arena and it was never played and constructed. And that was like nine, right. seven and deal four it damage. Deals... I think this, no, I feel like it was more than that. I don't, I no, you might be right. I, anyway, um, when I saw this, what I immediately thought is that in battle cry shaman, you use your hero power and it's a five, six that does pyroblast. Which is which is true, except for the fact that like the cards that you're looking for in Battlecry Shaman are generally way cheaper than this. Like, yes, I, I I was playing Giggling Inventor and I cut it because it was too expensive. Like, the, oh really? Yeah, yeah, dude, that thing was so annoying to play against. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you, and you would think that getting four one two Divine Shield taunts would be worth it, and it is not because it's actually wow. like really awkward to play. Because you're, it's a nine mm. drop at that point, and and it, and what you're also like, you have kind of two phases to the deck, and one is that you just need to get the bat, get the quest done asap, and a seven mm -hmm. drop sure, ruins sure. that, and an eight, an eight drop yeah. would ruin that even more, and then later, mm -hmm. like you have to be able to play the hero power speed. You're not playing this till ten, and like yeah, mm -hmm. it's a pyroblast, but you can also just like. You're also getting like four damage out of lackeys and six damage out of weaponized wasps. So like ten damage is yes, it's more, but it's not that much more. And like you know, you yeah, could play, fair. you could even play like fire elementals if you wanted to, right? Like it's not, it, it's it it feels like it would be good, but it's like all the cards that are in that deck are cost like four or less mostly. Like I, mm -hmm. I even cut barista lynching. Because, oh, wow. like, okay. I was finding that, like, I didn't have room in my hand, and I couldn't, like, get her down with the hero power to ever matter. So, like, it's it's weird because of the way that it works, but yeah, this is no, way it too heavy. Sense. It makes sense. Yeah. I, I will still build a Battlecry Shaman that, and put one of these in it and hit Legends so that I can save hit Crocolisk is That's fair. But, um, but outside of that, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, two, a, it's a two. It's a two. It's a two and a five, I think. I, I, there's some upside with that battle cry that I think warrants it at three. I still, I think if you were going to see it as I, I, I can't think of a deck that you're going to put that in. It's not battle cry shaman for sure. I, maybe you put that in like a mid range hunter, but even then that seems really heavy too. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, it's like, where does it fit? Right? Like that's the problem. Like, and that's why I go back to North Sea Kraken. Right, because North Sea Kraken sure, was the same thing. Sure. It was heavy, and it was big stats, and it was a big ability, and it was never seen and constructed. But it was an, a hero of Arena. I think it's a five in Arena, okay. but I think uh, it's a two. I'll, in constructed. I'll go with you on that. Yeah. Two and five is yeah. fine. This um, one, me? Uh, yes, this one. Is yes, yours. it is. So Wasteland Scorpid is a seven mana three nine beast with poisonous, and that's all it is. Dude, I don't. I don't see any reason to play this. We got. It's we got makes. We got makes in the back. Effects. We did it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's a. It's a. It's a one in constructed. It might even be a zero. Like I just don't know why you ever play it in arena. Like it's okay. It's. It's got a lot of health and it'll trade into several minions. So it's. It's, it's an arena common. There. It's one in three. Yeah. 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 
Sounds good. Um, Faceless Lurker is a 5-mana 3-3 taunt. Battle Cry, double this minion's health. So if you are specifically doing hand buff shenanigans, probably with In the Fray and um, Omega Armegadillo, then this is great, but... And, and I guess you take this off of off of Fright and Flunky sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, like you're not going to be building around that. Like you're not going to be building around hand buffing taunts because there just aren't enough yeah. effects to do that. Well, so here's with a card like this, you have to ask what the baseline is, and the baseline is that it's a Fen Creeper. It's a five mana three so, six, which is fine, but it's not something you're going out of your way to put in a constructed deck. Uh, yeah, that's probably true. Like, how often are you... Like, you could put Fen Creeper it's, in a Constructed deck and you're not doing it, and you could have done that before and you yeah. weren't doing it. Yeah. If it was a mech, it, you might if, consider it, but it's not a mech. If Taunt Warrior becomes something outside of Control Warrior, I think that this is a quick add-in because you're mm. you're abusing more of the buff mechanics. You need to have more buff it. mechanics than we have. Yeah. In order, you have three um, right now, right? Like, you, you need yeah. to have more than those to in order to make it worth it. I think that there's some potential with this. I I, I want to say threes across the board, mostly fighting for the future. That okay, yeah. Because this is starting off as a vanilla classic card, there's potential that it could be something more. Yeah, so. okay. All right. I'll, 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 I'll take that argument. Thanks. It's getting late, so <laughs> I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know we don't have many arguments left in us. Um, this one is Phalanx Phalanx. Phalanx, Phalanx I think, is how you pronounce it. I, I failed the links on oh. this one. Phalanx Commander, uh, five mana, four or five. Your taunt minions have plus two attack. So if Taunt Warrior won't play this, I don't know what will. Uh, Warsong it's... Commander as a four or five, sure. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, I don't think. I, yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I appreciate the soul of the card, but I. No. We're not. We're not playing it's... that. It's something, but it's not anything. So it's like a one and a two. Yeah, probably. I mean the stats are like below average for Arena. You might pick it, but you're not mm-hmm. happy about it. Um, Cobalt Sand Trooper <laughs> is a two mana two one, uh, Death Rattle deal three damage to the enemy hero. So it's a slightly bigger Leper Gnome. We're not playing Leper Gnome right now. We're probably not playing this. Um, so, but you know, it's it's an option, I suppose. When I was thinking about this card today, I was thinking like in a face hunter deck, would you play Necromechanic in this? Like, just to keep trying to deal damage? I mean, you're going to play bombs before you're going to play this, right? Like, do yeah. you have room for that? Because you, I mean, well, why, like, you're you're going to play... Wor- you just play... You're going to play, you're going to play Whirly, Whirly, whatever. Glider. Like, the 2-1 that drops mm-hmm. a bomb before you're going to put glider. this... Yeah, Whirly Glider. Before you're going to put this in your deck mm-hmm. because the bomb is a mech. Sure. And you can magnetize onto it. I don't think that you're you're really going to care about the death rattle because because that's not the death rattle you're ever really ca- um, targeting with something like a nine lives or a or a fireworks tech. Anyway, you can't even fireworks tech this. Sure. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I think it's a one and a two. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. And spitting camel is a two mana two four beast. At the end of your turn, deal one damage to another random friendly minion. I'm glad we got at least got one camel out of the desert. Yeah. Um, you know what though? I got this in golden, and it doesn't spit, and I'm very that's, disappointed. That's outrageous. Like that is that is a negative outrageous. five. <laughs> like how on earth do you have spitting camel and not have uh, it spitting in the animation? I understand we need to make the minions not as animated as the spells, but come on, it's spitting, and it's not even trying. It's not even moving it its mouth. Be. <laughs> 
I think there's maybe some potential with like a frothing berserker or something. Like there, there's some ways that you can take advantage of this, but it's going to be tough. I, I, I mean, mean so. the the problem is that you generally don't want to wait till the end of your turn to do it. You don't want it to be on a random mm-hmm. minion because there are generally minions that you want to damage and minions you don't want to damage. Yeah, yeah and that's true. you have inner rage and cruel taskmaster that do that with giving you. Uh, giving you a benefit out of it so uh, and mm-hmm. even inspire morale i would you i would be playing or improve morale why do i keep calling it that yeah. improve morale i would play before this because <laughs> at least you get a lackey out of it like this is pretty low like you have enough ways to damage your own minions and this is really low on the priority list yeah i mean it's a two mana two four that's the that's what it has going for it but yeah. so maybe in arena you'll you know you'll take that but yeah yeah it's a one and a two what was the other camel? Desert that was camel. Like, that's uh, summoned a one drop for each, for each out of each uh, each player's deck. Yeah, it just makes me miss that. So yeah, we all miss desert all camel. Right. But now we they're gonna miss us very soon. But not after we talk about <laughs> one more special card, and not after I bring you the the song that I wrote literally <laughs> in the middle of our stream because Steve reminded me. Hey, do we have a card of the week? Of course we do. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> Um, so here you go. Here's my introduction. And Steve, even on a whim, I'm going to try and like meet you in your, uh, in your efforts. Here, I, I mean, okay? at, at least whatever you do with your song, it will not mute the audio in the YouTube video like mine did. So you have that going. Are you already. sure about that? Oh, okay. I never knew. I never knew that everything was scaring you. Everything in this pyramid was waiting to jump on you. You wanna turn and run when all I needed were some gems. So you're gonna listen to me. You aren't gonna halt this act of thievery. You'll get back in that corridor and make them see. No, wait, come back. You can't, you can't just up and leave. I should've known. Frightened flunky, I knew you were in over your head, over your head. This master plan's going down the drain. At least you gave me a mega dildo. That's what I <laughs> Okay, so... What we have is Frightened Flunky, a two-mana 2-2 with Taunt in Battlecry. Discover a Taunt minion. This card is so good. And by the way, do you remember Stonehill Defender? No one does. This card's even better. It's not better, but it's, it's still really, really strong. So I'm all about it. Getting our Megadillo or two Morden are fine. I, I, they're just insane on their own. I've had plenty of times where I play this and I get something like um, the Cartoon Defender or the, um, uh, what's the six mana four five with Divine Shield and Taunt? Shield Bearer, I think. Or no, that's the 04 with Taunt. Anyway, there's there's just so much that you can get off of this. It's stupid. And having something early that you can play that's at least a little bit proactive is exactly what you want. So... Uh, I don't I don't know how this card is in fives across the board. Shaggy needs to get his act together because he's way better than he looks in this uh, in this art. So, um, I mean it's 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 being run in every in every control warrior. Like it's it's a no brainer, right? Like we played uh, Stonehill Defender and that was good, and this is just mm-hmm. as good. It just happens to be 
a 2-2 instead of a 1-4, which is fine, right? Like, it doesn't matter. It's still a yeah, taunt. Yeah. It's going to give you a taunt minion, and it's going to be... And Warrior's the class that should have it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a... It's, uh, it should. Like... It's probably a 5. It's going to... It's Oh, it's it's easily 5s across the board. It's just... Uh, it's maybe too good, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like, as long as two Morden are Megadilla in that pool, and especially now where you have a higher chance of getting them, it's it's just insanity. So, yeah. Um, maybe the easiest fives across the board we've ever had. I don't know if that's accurate. Um, it is. Good. Yeah. I, I, we had some, pre- I, I don't know. I, we had some priest carts. <laughs> what do we give Zilliacs? I don't I wonder what we I, give Zilliacs. I probably a four, I would guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably because it was right. just like it wasn't clear at the time like how stupid it was mm-hmm. um but it had a lot of keywords on it and so it seemed good so i don't think we would have given it less than a four yeah <sighs> okay well steve we made it we did it my goodness we did this it. is a fun set um and man these cards are interesting i can't believe that the meta is so out of whack right now like in a good way as far as like most everything like i i trust like you said that we are going to see some kind of shift in the next uh like after this master soul uh master's tour in soul um and probably post that will be one of the best hopefully that we've seen in a while um but even now things are really fun i don't have too many complaints except when my um my opponent gets you know uh mountain giant and conjures on six so yeah i mean the things that were still not fun about the last meta are still there, but I think that mm-hmm. you know they'll fix those. They've been pretty good about that, and I think that even with yeah, even with that, there have been enough different decks and enough different different play patterns that it's still been fun even with mm-hmm. that. So yeah, I think yeah. this is. I mean, we've had these kinds of middle of the road sets where we've been saying things like, "Well, we have all these toys that we can't actually play with," and mm-hmm. this doesn't feel like that. It feels like there's a lot of options, and it doesn't feel like they're not viable which is what's important so yeah yeah. cool all right well we're gonna wrap it up quick because i know it's super late for steve and if you've been hanging in here for all these for all these hours i mean i'm my head was hurting beforehand but now i i I need to be reborn once more so (laughs) uh just thank you so much for being here uh those of you who joined us on twitch chat live those of you joining on youtube either for the first time or as faithful listeners and those of you who are listening on uh, whatever podcast app you listen to, it really means a lot. I'm super thankful. And uh, we didn't really do like a sponsor break because all I kind of wanted to push and let you know about is the newsletter that I have for the Happy Hearthstone. If you enjoy this show and you want to stay in touch, it's one of the best ways to do that. Um, I'll just drop you an email the day after anything hits, whether it's uh, new content I'm making for the Patreon, new podcast episode, new blog post. And just by being on that list, you are entering yourself into a drawing each month for seven packs of your choice. So if you like free packs, and who doesn't, it's a, a free way to just get on, on there. Uh, and that's the, at the happyhearthstone.com slash newsletter. You can go and sign up for that. I've even got a free gift for you, which is a list of some of my favorite Twitch streamers to watch and to learn from. So uh, you get that just for signing up. Uh, have to send a huge thank you to the producers of the Happy Hearthstone, Menach, KJ Miller, Brian O, and Mr. Blurry. Thank you for so much for being such an integral part of this show. I hope you've enjoyed this um, 
this insane review and and just know the fact that you have made this happen uh, in huge ways. So really appreciate connecting with each of you. Looking forward to our coaching and uh, our coaching conversations and stuff like that. Should be really fun this month. And, uh, you know, we don't really have time to go over the three iTunes reviews that came through. I got a couple international ones that come at the end of the month. So I'll read those on the next episode. But if you enjoy the show, please consider going over on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leaving a review to let other people know what you like about the show. And I'll just tell you uh, the happyharston.com is where you can find everything related to me. You can follow me on Twitter at Andrew is Living. And you can go support the show over on Patreon at patreon.com slash thehappyhearthstone and get some great perks like joining the Inner Fire, being a part of a, a team that's really helping to grow one another in their skills every single day. Okay, Steve, uh, it's going to be a few months till I see you again, yeah. I think. I mean, unless we just decide to just uh, go crazy, which sometimes we like to go crazy. We have. So, we could, it's it's um, happened before. We could do it again. I mean, you know... There's stranger things have happened. You know, you know, what, very you, get, true. you get possessed in the tombs and, you know, things happen. <laughs> You're doing stuff. So, but regardless, how can we stay in touch with you in the meantime until next time? So you can uh, come over and um, listen to my show Off Curve, which I normally record um, from my car, though, as is tradition after I do this. I'm still not done talking about the new set somehow <laughs> imagine that because i get the only other person who can talk for as long as as the two of us is which is ridiculous hat from coin concede mm-hmm. and then he comes on and we have a to-doist project with over a hundred deck lists in it right now that we're going to pare down to uh something between um 50 and 100 <laughs> and talk <laughs> and, somewhere in there. And, and talk about all of the decks that are relevant in the meta and uh where they're positioned and how you play them and and it's a kind of a whirlwind tour of where the first week of the meta um, shakes out. That's always a really fun episode. So please come over to offcurve.com and, and listen to that as well. It's kind of the epilogue to this to this card review. Um, mm-hmm. And and you know you can stay for the the hot takes from my car as I'm driving home from work. Um, I also do um, I do some casting. I will be casting um, House Rivalries, uh, which is Bemi's tournament that should be starting up in a couple weeks. Uh, you can, I do the specialist meta that I'm actually probably going to be working on as soon as we get done with this. Cause there's no risk for the weary. And, um, you can go find that at offcurve.com slash specialist dash meta and links to my Twitch and my discord and everything else are there. And also you can uh, follow me on Twitter at wicked good. And I normally post links to all the things that are happening. Just like I posted links to us, uh, live streaming this, this card review. So um, so if you find me from there, then you will find all the other things that I am doing as well. And, and worst comes to worst, uh, I will be back here in uh, four months after my voice has recovered. <laughs> and, uh, and we'll do this all over again. I guess it is December when the next, yep. uh, when the next set releases. Yep. So uh, until Blizz- – well, and actually we've got the single player to look forward to next month. But there, there's just – there's a ton to do right now with all these decks, quests, yeah. and everything in between. So um, it's a good time to be alive, good time to be a Hearthstone player. And Steve, always good to have yeah. you on the show. So thank you for uh, for being my, my partner in crime and uh, making this happen and uh, sticking there with it's you. It's my honor and it's and it's my pleasure. And I, I really – I love doing these episodes. As, as tiring as they can be, too, I, I, I love doing them and I look forward to doing the next one. Wouldn't have it we any other way. We typically talk to each other. We typically talk to each other the next day through Discord. Yeah, like so, some amount of man, that was crazy. I'm not sick of you what yet. You after what I haven't been today? sick of you after one of these yet. So, 
Well, I am thankful for that, if nothing else. Well, thank you so much, man. It's always good yeah. hanging out with you. And hey, thank you so much for visiting the Happy Hearthstone, sticking it out with us for the entire Savers of Old Doom reviews, and having a little fun with us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.